Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good to go. I've seen all of that before. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. S-G to rock the rock. That was you last episode. Oh, yeah, I'm never doing the worm again. Anyway, it's just, are you, <laughs> are you done? We're recording. Brand deals in the middle of podcasting. Y'all acting. Got y'all backwards. Look at Drake AI over here. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear the water AI? Yes, yes, I did. That was really it good. It was actually yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Anyways, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Okay. Like Zoe, mama, I go relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. Shut the fuck up, Clyde. Except Trey. Relentless. I feel like my air, my headphones really low. I don't know if my headphones are low or if my sound is low. You sound like. Better than I feel like you usually do. Okay. Like oh, I thanks. was, I remember thinking this last episode. Oh, and it, maybe it's just the headphones then. Maybe. Hmm. I All do, right. I do have the better ones. Well, everyone, welcome to episode, what, 36? 36. Season four of the Atlas Diaries podcast. We're back with another week of a lot of mess. Yeah. If you watched last week, I did do the worm. I am not injured. I gave my crush the ick, but it's okay. <laughs> what are you it saying? Was, you asked? It was a, what? What are you, you asking? I'm not. We're not talking about it. I just. Oh, there was there was oh. discourse about People it. People were like, so did you, so did you actually give the ick? And I was like, it was given. The ick oh, was no. it was voice that the ick was. I mean, you're already a woman with a podcast. Maybe. Is that an ick? I don't know. They. I, I feel like <laughs> podcasting has such bad PRs. Oh, every time I see a black person with a microphone in front of them, I just skip the video. And I'm like, podcasting has a really bad PR. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like we that. we do. We, I think we work we're on the right. good side of it. You know, I think we do okay. But yeah, welcome to episode 36, season four, Relentless Diaries. I'm your main host, Zoe. I'm not doing any break dancing this week, but you guys can go ahead. I'm Clyde Smith. Don't do that. I have no AKAs today. My <laughs> my mouth like my mouth hurts to talk. Pause. Word. Pause. I yeah, went to the I dentist. went to the dentist today. Oh. Yo, going to people yeah. don't like no one prepares you for how terrible it is to go to the dentist. It's just like it's so necessary. Like 
you have to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're fortunate enough to have, obviously, benefits because it's not included. But if you do I have benefits. I don't have benefits. That's crazy. So, God bless you. They need some but content creator benefits. They somewhere. need a content yeah. creator, like, yeah. union. But, like, you need to go to the dentist, and it's the worst thing. Like, the scraping and the, 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 the whoosh, whoosh, and the Drills. spitting. Ugh. The smell. The dry suction thing they what, put in your mouth. Why do you always got smells? What the, smells? The smell of fluoride is yeah. kind of, yeah. Oh, I think even like the smell of your own breath. I'm like, okay, are you Remember okay? they put the thing <laughs> in, like, the, and they'd make you. Hey, we're not past 10 minutes. You got to cut that. Nah, it's okay. It's just, you got to deal yeah. with that. Yeah, okay. It's the worst because it's, like, it's guaranteed. You, like, you know you're going to be in pain. So it's much guaranteed pain. pain. I hate it. It's and gross. I think it's something about your mouth. Like, the pain mm. in your mouth just hurts more than regular pain. Yeah. 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 Like, but your gums. And I feel like I have sensitive gums. So, like, my so gums bleed Bleed easy a lot, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The Y'all had a cavity before? And, like, uh-huh. they always when say I was flossing, a needle like, in oh, your you gums. Had to, you had to do more flossing, like. That doesn't yeah. really help my bleeding right now. When yeah. I got my wisdom teeth removed, they put the needles in my gum. That hurt. Yeah. Yeah, my gums bleed a lot. I have really sensitive gums, and yeah. my gums bleed. And it's just... Yeah, it's just I hate if dentists be like, you, you floss more, you know, you'll... Like, shut up. The, yeah, the cavity will no. go away. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> dentists act like flossing doesn't hurt. They act it like it's just, hurts they a act lot. Like it's just something that people are too lazy to do. I don't no, do I'm it because it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I've started. Scared. I've started trying to soldier it now, and when I use the... I bought a water floss... That hurts a little bit less. Mm. Mm. But Why'd like, you get the stick? I like the sticks. The sticks, the sticks are, are better, better than yeah. you got a water floss. Yeah, damn, that seems like Amazon. a bougie. Like you're up in life. No, it's not. It's like thirty dollars. They're not that expensive. Okay, just get one on Amazon. It's not an ad. Oral hygiene, kids, practice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, y'all, uh, shout out to Free All Entertainment. I'm the, I'm the only one who decided to come and rep. For y'all hooked us up with some drip. So shout out for y'all. I've Maybe. worn mine before on the pod. I'll yeah, I'm new. I'm new here. I'm new to the the for y'all entertainment. Uh, Next time when my hair PR. isn't looking good and I want to cover, I'll I'll have. But a if you you are watching, I'm wearing. A, it's a very comfortable hoodie. It's a very it's good I, quality. I'm not saying like I didn't expect it to be this good quality, but it's a cute ass. The quality is really good. It's a cute little crop. You know, what I'm saying it fits good. It's not too baggy. It's not too small. It's a very good fit. Um, you know, maybe one day Jay and Trey will stop by maybe. the Relentless Pod, have a cute little link. I mean, we're like... Have a little podcast crossover. A little podcast have a little crossover. Avengers, tr- yeah. Toronto Podcast Avengers. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We were talking about it off camera, too. Shout out Jay and Trey. They've really, mm. you know, did some classic work Paved the, the way city, you know? for yeah, the city, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're listening from Amazon Podcasts, or if you're listening from Amazon Music, or you want to listen for Amazon Music... We are happy to announce that we are featured on Amazon Music for the rest of the month, partnered with ACAST for the independent podcast highlight for the rest of the month. So if you want to see our feature, we'll be on the homepage. I think they said it rotates every week. Mm. So shout out to ACAST and Amazon Canada. Shout out to Jeff. For Appreciate it. Jeff Bezos. We were talking about it at Darren's. Like Jeff Bezos has any idea what's going on on this level of Amazon. But uh, yeah, shout out them for featuring us on the Indie Podcast page. It's, it's lit. So if you are listening, um, take a look and tell a friend to tell a friend to tap in. Mm. Anyways, so what did, you, what did you do this week? Um, This week was fairly calm for me. I, you know, I just did some. It was my little cousin's 16th birthday. Mm. It's like my little brother. So he turned 16, which I think is crazy. Watching like the little kids that like. Or, like, your little sibling, like you kind of, like, help, like, grow up. Uh, yeah, he's 16 and, like, 6'1", big kid. So, that was my week. Uh, what else did I do this week? Work has been crazy. Yeah. I'm going to Atlanta in December for work again, which Damn. I just found out. Got down. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that. 
Um, Fourth quarter is a busy time. Yeah. I found out that I am a fearful, avoidant attachment style. Oh, shit. You went to therapy. No, I didn't go to therapy. I did like an online I did like an online test. Yeah. It's funny because I saw this tweet and it was like, when girls are mean um, to their man or like guys that they like because they miss them. And that's like 100% me. Like, I'll be mean to you first before I tell you that I miss you. Like, I just start acting like a complete, like, bitch. Toxic. <laughs> it's, a to- it's not toxic. It's more just, like, and I don't mean, that like, is- I don't mean, like, actually, like, say, like, terrible things. I just get, like, a little, like, cold and, like, maybe a little, like, standoffish or whatever, whatever. But it's generally because, like, I actually miss them. And it's funny because, like, I posted that to my story. And I'm like, yo, like, why, why are women like this? Like, and I know a lot of women who are like that. And they were like, oh, like, my friend, you should take this test. It's a see what your attachment style is. And my cousin's like, oh, it's because you're a feel for avoidant. Like, I'm the same. Like, even with my husband, like, when he goes on trips, it's like, I'll, I'll start a fight, like, before, before he leaves. Like, I just get so, like, standoffish and weird because I know I'm going to miss him when he's gone. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I did the test, and it turns out that I'm a fearful avoidant. So what a fearful avoidant is, it's someone who wants a relationship, and they want love, and they want a deep connection, but they're scared of abandonment. Mm. And that's kind of makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. about me so it's like yeah you want all like this love and attention to fall in love and be like oh my god head over your but it's like also like actually you're very scared of abandonment and rejection which i kind of feel it's pretty accurate i won't lie it's a trend what's a trend in your life um it's something it's like a bone of contention almost yeah and it's like sometimes if i like feel like something bad's gonna happen i'll just like pull away so it's like ah you're not gonna do this scared they say that about people who have been single too long. It's like the, the moment something you don't even like remotely happens, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm gone. You pull out. I wouldn't say that I'm gone, but I have like like, like tension moments, you know, where I'm like. Mm. Do you shut down? Sometimes. Not like I try not to anymore. Like I've, I feel like I'm more aware of it. Like I can feel myself shutting down. So I like actively try not to shut down because I hate when people do it to me. So I try to do it to others. Um, but yeah, I've definitely done that in the past. Interesting. But uh, I'm trying. So my goal, one of my goals, and I hate doing like New Year's goals, but I'm going to try to be, you're, you're supposed to be a secure, secure attached in your, in your relationship. Mm. Or like when you were with people, you're supposed to be a secure attached. So I'm going to try to move into secure attached and not be a fearful avoidant. And it's funny because they like email you a, like your results, like this graphic. And the graphic is like a girl with like her arms crossed in the dark and like a guy's behind her like want to approach her. And she's like, can't be loved, scared. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Damn. What? I'm like, what kind of graphic is this? And why did y'all send this to me in the email? But anyways, you should have told us you were doing this, and we should have all done the yeah. test, and then okay, we should have so come back. Okay, so maybe I'll send it to you guys, and next week we'll revisit this. Oh, That'll be cute. <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. I sent it. To, I sent it to um, someone. It's a really good test to do. I like the. We should have a therapist on Monday oh, as a guest, so we can have breakthroughs together. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Maybe. I'm not that close. I feel like Jafina. I mean, Jafina's not a therapist, but I feel like Jafina would be very good to have. To try to like draw emotion out of you, because like Jafina is like the type she to has be good like, videos like, that, yeah. like not even videos. Like if you ever spoken, we've had Jafina. If anyone knows, we've had Jafina on the show before. Um, she's like a great like positive. She has her own like show and like YouTube channel, all that stuff. But like if you ever seen like talk to Jafina in real life, like when she asks you how are you, like she genuinely means like no, but like how are you? Mm-hmm. 
Like, no, but like, how are you? And you're just like, like, you want to cry? You're like, why are you asking me this? So, and like, all your traumas start coming. You're like, damn, Jafita, we're in a party. Why are you asking me how I am like that? I appreciate people like that. I do, I do. So, you I good? Do. I'm good. And then they just. Yeah, but they're like, no, but how <laughs> are you? Just... Yeah, it's like, I'm just like, no, no, not how are you. Like, how are you? Like, what is new? Like, how are you feeling? I'm like, girl, damn. Jafina, yeah. Jafina will always leave you with a parable. There's one thing about having friends like that because mm-hmm. like me and Jafina are good friends so like you can't like anytime you talk to her it's gonna turn into some sort of life lesson yeah which I appreciate though I, I like people like that yeah you I think agree. therapy works for real yeah Why you think it's not? a scam I don't I don't it doesn't work on me <laughs> like I've what never believed mean? in it what do you mean it doesn't work on you but are you willing yeah I've done it a couple times but like I just don't see the point in like talking about something to a person where you don't know me in real life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm only with you for like an hour. But do you feel guarded when you go into therapy? No. Like, I go in willingly and openly. But, like, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't solve, like, what's going to happen in the next two days. You know what I mean? That's, not, that's, what ther- that's, what, not, that's not what therapy go, is. That's go. already, go, you so. already have a misconception of therapy. Okay. then maybe It's not a solution. Like maybe you a, need a new therapist. I've, yes. tri- I've tried like like maybe two in my life and like that's not but people say like some people you can be grateful enough to find a therapist a good one off rip mm-hmm. some people say you have to shop your therapist right I, I which can get that, expensive yeah. and I, I sometimes it's hard you try this one oh, it doesn't work you gotta try it. so you need to shop your therapist but I do think that therapy works mm. but therapy it can't really be like some people have like a maybe a couple if they're going through a hard time it's like very time sensitive a couple like sessions can work if it's like you're trying to unpack deep 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 root trauma you it's more of like a long game right uh, i also think you that. don't need <laughs> we ain't doing all that. i feel like you don't need things terribly wrong with you in order for therapy like i think I agree. they're like it, it's a very healthy thing i think mm. people should uh shouldn't that stigma around it you know no i think therapy I is very I like healthy that. i would I go think, if it wasn't expensive yeah, yeah. It i is think therapy is healthy for people like personally i think it's healthy for relationships whether it's siblings parents couples i think that stuff is good uh so if you were to have your therapist do you like off rip do you feel like you'd know you'd want like a specific gender or race or something i don't think so because i've heard people express like oh i was shopping around my therapist and like i just realized i can't have a man as a therapist or i need a black person as a, a as my therapist and i feel like that's I can't, when, whenever I have therapy chats with, with, with other black people or whatever, that's what they express. I don't, you feel that way? I don't necessarily think so. This is, um, and also, like, I feel like people in that profession, like, I just want to find someone that I can connect with, whether it's a man, a woman, black, white, Asian, I don't, whatever. But it, I feel also the same way. This is going to be a weird, like, comparison, but, like, gynecologists. Like, some women refuse to go to male gynecologists. I would go to a male gynecologist. Or I would go to, like, I don't mind, like, I've had, like, my pap test done by a male doctor before, and I'm not, like, thinking about it, but I've also had pap test done by a female doctor, and she literally gave me vaginal PTSD. I thought I talked about this, have I not? Damn, Maybe no, not. I don't think no, so. Not yeah. really. Yeah, so I went to a female uh, doctor for my first pap test ever. You're supposed to get your first pap test. I think it's, like, a year or two after you become sexually active. So I was fairly young. Not too young, you know, but enough to be like okay this is yeah but she like cranked my vagina open like so quick and obviously when you get a pap test right so men always ask me these questions so let's just be very open right so when you get a pap test right they insert like this de- i'm gonna call it a device it's it's like a it's an opener it's like a device that like opens your vagina so they can actually like see inside you know feel around swab it right and they test for like 
STIs, they test your pH balance, they test for cervical cancer, like, what's it called? Cells, things like that. So she was like, okay, like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. So you're supposed to gently, you know, insert the device and, like, gently open it. She just cranked that bad boy. Like, I was, like, a freaking, like, whale. I was like, bitch, do you understand? Like, this is not... Like, bro, I clenched. I almost kicked her, and I was like, yo. She's like, okay, like, don't worry, almost done. Like, no, not almost done. Like, this is fucking hurting. Like, I, this is crazy. And then she did it, and I was like, yo, I, that was not okay. Like, I don't even think that was, like, you didn't, like, ease into it. Like, you just straight, like, clump, like, opened it, and now my shit hurts. And then, like, my, my coochie muscles started spazzing. Jeez. And it was like that for, like, a couple months. I went, I went back to I'm like, bro, I'm like, I, yes. I went back to I'm like, bro, like, I'm having, like, these, like, little like muscle spasms and he was like have you and he asked like, he's like have you had like any sexual assault i'm like sexual i'm like no 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 like i'm sexually active i have no sexual assault he was like no like history of like trigger warning like rape i'm like no 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 i'm like no and he was like did you have like a like any type of trauma and i was like well i got a crazy pap test done a month ago he was like was it painful and i was like yeah he's like it could be like a reaction wow and i was like that is nuts but it Damn. stopped but yeah it's like, apparently it's like a ptsd thing that's that's what that sounds like. And you like. have, like, like, little, like, PTSD. It's like little coochie spasms. It doesn't hurt, but it's like, you feel like, whoa, it's like, like, in your... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, muscle twitch? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a muscle twitch. It doesn't hurt, just be like, this feels like, in your coochie, and you're like, okay, uh, what was that? I knew this was going to be And you can't episode, control it, it's involuntary. Is that heavy? I mean, maybe it's a little heavy, but... But goddamn. But, yeah, go to a... Do- I'm saying, it's the same thing. Like, I just, as long as... And the male doctor did a very great vaginal exam, so it just depends on who is comfortable with your body or whatever right so same for therapists that was where i was going with that but anyways how was your week any more (laughs) (laughs) racist any more oh yeah i got hit by a car it was crazy no but um no that's it's not but um what happened i didn't have like too much of an eventful week you know what i did though i went back to an old place of work you know went back Mm. to the restaurant i used to work at Mm. you know that's how i knew i was a good employee because they were showing out you Mm. know Oh, you went as like a guest? Yes. Okay. Yes. They and were. I went there and I was like, you know. You pretty woman them. Yes. Is that what happened in Pretty Woman? Oh. Uh, Didn't she like go back and she was like, like to the store? Was it the store? I've never I don't watched know. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So continue. I haven't had to. And then today was just logistically getting here was the craziest Logistically. Thing. Yeah. It was you the say logistically crazily. Logistically. Got it. L-A-W. I mean, you have no shoes on, so. Yeah. You know, this is, this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> he was trying to hide that. <laughs> I know, no, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Someone would have saw it, and it would have gotten in the comments by now. Someone would have saw it. That's like a. Th- oh, I've seen that on Andrew Schultz's podcast. They have like a rate your feet thing for guys, even. What? Rate your feet? Yeah. I don't care about men's feet. That's crazy. Like, I don't like. I, to me, they're not like men. I mean, I kind of maybe would understand why men care about feet, but like, I don't care about men's feet. Like, if your feet are like ugly, unless you're like fungus, like mashup, that's different. But like, if he just has like big like feet I don't, I don't care like ugly feet like it's whatever it's like it's a man's foot it's not going to be a cute foot it's a man's foot men don't have cute feet i don't have cute feet yeah so i'm hiding them anyways but thanks <laughs> how was your week <laughs> how was your week just lord god damn it was cool i only did a couple things i went to a a very a very nice party on friday oh, i was waiting i wanted to hear um, about this shout out to t-rex uh, he does this party called nostalgia and he hasn't done it i think in a while it was like a couple years i I believe he hasn't done it over the pandemic. So earlier in that day, he was doing a talk with Fat Joe. 
And then later on, like a few hours later, was the party. So I ended up going to the talk because like they just sent me the like the email of everything. Mm. I went to the talk. I couldn't. First of all, I couldn't find the place. I'm walking up and down Queen Street, looking on my GPS, and it's some like side door. They need to get a better like sign for that place. <laughs> and then, so boom, I'm in there. I get there like halfway through. He's talking to Fat Joe. Fat Joe's actually like very funny. There was mm. one part that killed me. So T-Rex asked him something about, like, Canadian artists or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, Toronto's killing it. He's like, Drake goes crazy. The Weeknd goes crazy. Justin Bieber goes crazy. And then he's like, Tory Lanez, before he got in trouble, yeah, like, that guy was really, really talented. And then everyone kind of laughed, and it settled, and it got quiet. And then oh, he went, And then he was like... He looked at the crowd and he was like, he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone laughed again and they got quiet. And he was like, no, he's in trouble. Oh my yeah. God. And he just kept going. He's like, it's one thing to be in jail, but like you're in LA jail with the gang member. Like he was. I can picture him saying exactly. <laughs> it oh was hilarious. Oh wow. So then boom party. I mean, that ends fast forward to nostalgia. So I'm up in T-Rex's booth, the unlimited douce. The douce is flowing. Um, I actually wasn't drinking at all this month. That was my one exception. I will continue not to drink for the rest of the month. That was just the one-day exception. So we're up there drinking, drinking, but it's like a very skinny balcony. The, it's very, like, the, the length of the balcony, it goes what around. What club was this at? It wasn't a club. It was, like, a vent. It was... It was on Queen. It was Queen and Dover. Oh, okay, like really west. Yeah, mm. it wasn't a club, but I, I don't know how to explain it. So we're up there. There's a lot of people in these booths that were quote-unquote VIP. So we're there chilling, whatever. Everything's cool. I see a few people, you know, 1985 was there, like <laughs> divisions managers oh. and them type of people. And there's like a door right beside where the booth is. And then I see some white guy walk in. And then I see a couple, like, familiar faces, if you know what I mean. And then the white guy, because I'm standing, like, right beside the door. They're like, um, excuse me, we're going to need you guys to uh, shift over to the next booth. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, I, I know what's happening. I was like, I know what's happening. So everyone shifts. A couple people start coming in. Drake comes in, right? Right there in front of the... In front of our booth, but it's so packed that like there's nowhere really to go. So I'm standing right in front of the the balcony, and Drake is like standing right beside me, right? Like he hails me or whatever. But you know those ones when it's like it was it wasn't like a I know who you are hail. It was like a I'm being polite and you're standing right in front of me type of hail. You know, I I know exactly what you're talking about. So, <laughs> so it was so it was a polite. Hail. Yeah, it was so packed that like I could have stayed there, but I'm like, yo, I'm not staying here. I'm I'm not. So I went farther down. They they were there for a little bit and then they went down to the stage. But at this point, before he went down, actually, no, right when he went down, Fat Joe came out to perform because nostalgia was just. Like a party. I seen all the like blogs and stuff were saying it was a karaoke party. Is that how it started? It wasn't, I heard it no. was a sound clash. That's what I saw. No, okay, so let me tell you what happened. It was just 
a part. It was like it was like cozy. You but know I've how, been to nostalgia before, like like yeah, years ago, and yeah. it was yeah. It's just a party. It's just a party. It's like cozy. Like there's yeah. a yeah, stage okay. and there's an MC and a DJ and mm-hmm. like people on the stage. Not but, venue specific. Yeah. yeah. So Fat Joe comes out, and I don't know what it is about Fat Joe's music, but live when he's there, those songs rang off. Make like, it rain. He would just say a he would just say a one two thing, and he'd be like, he'd look at the DJ, he'd be like. Drop another tune. Bam, 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 bam. I was like, oh, like yeah, the yeah, place. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's a really good, like, live performer. Those songs just hit really well. And then I looked down, and Drake is in front of the stage. Like, he's in the crowd, but in front of the stage with, like, security guards around him. And there was, like, a booth, like, on the front of the stage for him, like, bottles on the front of the stage for him. And he was down there, like, the whole time while Fat Joe was performing, just, like, rapping in the crowd and whatever. And then eventually he got on stage, and then I think it was during the R&B set where him and T-Rex kind of started, like, clashing, like, back and forth, and he would, like, do a little talk. He's like, you know, I remember okay. standing outside of this club, <laughs> standing outside of Palladium, hearing this song, and then they drop his, I'm like a bird. Like, you know, yeah. the, they were going back and forth, and it was really interesting, you know? And I was like, I know the blogs are going to pick this up, and I want to see how... Like, what angle they're going to go with it. But it was definitely a cool night. A lot of say. And then later on in the week, I like I just said, I went to the dentist. But I did the, I did the two out of the three. I feel like black people don't like to go places where people can tell you bad news. <laughs> and there's, it's true. And there's three places specifically. The doctor. Yeah, facts. The dentist. And the mechanic. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to go to the mechanic and I had to go to the dentist. The, doc, the doctor's and number one for sure, though. <laughs> black people hate going to the doctor. That's facts. And That's I feel like facts. just in general, like I said, I just don't think people want to go places where someone can tell them bad news. But especially black people, though. Yes. So I had to get my oil changed and, like, the filters in my car changed. Because, like, obviously they they needed changing. And actually, when we went to go pick up the four y'all stuff, Zoe was in my car. I picked her up. <laughs> Zoe was in the car. She got in the car. She's like, "Did you burn your tires?" I'm like, "No, it's just like the like the air like the 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 heater like the air just needs to change." She's like, "So are you gonna fix it?" I'm like, "Yeah, like, I'm gonna it was fix some it." Toxic like, air in that. Like, I'm good. It just like, as soon as I got in, hot. I was like, "Yo, something's on fire." So I had to get I had to get that fixed and the oil changed. And you know the the finesse that they try to pull. Yeah, yeah. Bro, they called me. They're like, yeah, you know, we changed oil. We fixed the filters. But we found that your front axle, whatever, is torn to shreds. And this is concerning because one large pothole and your axle could fall out. I'm like, okay, so how much would that be to change? They're like, yeah, if you wanted all Nissan products, it would probably be around two thousand dollars and the your rear brakes are down to four millimeters so that would be seven hundred dollars i'm like all right let me call you back so Mm. i called my my brother-in-law because he's like the car guy and i told him what they told me and he's like bro that's literally impossible like we did a full inspection on that car before we like that's impossible he's like all right i'm gonna call them he called them called me back he's like yeah like 
they were adding a lot of sauce. Like, it's wearing down, but they added so much sauce. And that's what mechanics will do. They try to fear... They use fear tactics. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make you move... Like, they're moving like the car is going to explode the next time you take it on the highway. Yeah. It's not true. Like, it's just simply not true. So that happened, and then... I went to the dentist, had to get a cleaning. I have not been to the dentist since like before the pandemic, like twenty nineteen. What do you mean ill? We were in a pandemic. When I was like, when was I going to the dentist? I'm pretty sure you can still go to the dentist in the pandemic. I think I I'm went to almost the dentist positive I pandemic. still went to the dentist during the pandemic. Well, I never had a dentist. Yeah. Like when the rest of my family cut, like I didn't know where to go. So I just decided <laughs> to go, went, and I was like, yo, I better not like I don't have no time for no cavities, nothing, nothing. They did all my stuff. They're like, Yeah, you know, you're good. Especially for someone who hasn't gone since 2019, like, it's rare to, like, not have cavities. I'm like, well, I mean, like, I don't eat candy. I don't really drink soda like that. Like, so hopefully I could just stay on a, mm. on a good trend with my teeth because I hate the dentist. And then, you know, you're supposed to technically get a cleaning every six months. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I'll be fully transparent. I'm not doing that. I'm not going through that pain again in six months. I need at least, like, eight. Ring I need, down, like, eight or nine. Yeah, they, yeah, they ring your phone down. Like, as soon as that six yeah. months hits, yeah. they're on they're your on line. You. That shit, yeah. And they're I'm, I'm just going to push it. I'm just going to keep pushing it. I, I need some time to recover six mentally. Six months is a lot of time to recover. I don't know, man. Six months comes six months comes very quickly. When For it comes a teeth to the, cleaning? When it comes to the dentist, six months comes very quickly. Yeah. 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 Feels like you were there yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Because yeah. that hurts. Like, they were scraping up my mouth. And she even told me, she's like, yeah, this is going to hurt a little bit. Oh. I was like, ah! Okay. Like, that was crazy. It was a lot. So you were at this party on Friday mm-hmm. on the same day that uh, Drake's Deluxe came out. Was, was it? it Friday? That's when music comes out. <laughs> no, oh. I'm trying to think. Was the party Friday or was it Saturday? I feel like it was Friday. It had to have been Friday. So it was Friday. Yeah. When Yeah, yeah, it when, was Friday. When, when Drake came out with For All the Dogs... Um, he had he had a performance at uh, Scotia, right? Yeah. And you were there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the last and the time before that, he released an album. Was uh, honestly, honestly never, never mind. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a release party for that, right? Yeah. I wasn't. Did, I was did, not there. You didn't go to that. No, I, wasn't I was there. in Italy. I could have. Oh, you were in Italy. One of my yeah, my friends went, but I didn't go. I was in. Italy. And this oh, okay. wasn't a Drake party. This was a T Rex party. Mm. I just knew that Drake was gonna show up because they're like. I was Good so like sure that. you went to that party. No, I wasn't. My angle I, is totally... Yeah, <laughs> I, re- I remember because my friend was like, oh, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, girl, my girl, what am I going to do? Why do fly home for this damn party? That party... I was during Italy? That party... Yeah, I was in Italy. That party showed me a lot. A lot, a lot of people, bro. <laughs> just because... <laughs> just because... No, from, from a different angle. People. From a different angle, it showed me a lot because... That party showed me that, like, a lot of y'all girls are just liars. Mm. A lot of you girls are liars. Because you know how girls will be like, you can't show me things short notice because I have to get ready and I need my ride. Not when it's Aubrey Drake Graham. That party was, like, told literally, like, a couple hours before it happened. That's when everyone found out. So you guys left wherever you were, got home, got your stuff together, sorted your ride, put on your makeup, got your... Somehow you were able to make it. But when I'm having a, a party, you need three months in advance to notice. Cut it out. But anyway, <laughs> God damn. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, you can't, hit the, you can't hit the game. I mean, if Drake, yeah, if yeah, Drake yeah, calls, yeah. they're, they're going to go. It's, oh. the, it's the boy. It's, it's, oh, yuck. 
Anyways, I, I hate that nickname. Joking. <laughs> that nickname drives me nuts. Anyway, speaking I of... I was being sarcastic. We have a heavy pop culture segment. So let's get into it. So we can start with, speaking of Drake, Scary Hours 3. I, to me, he went six for six. Amazing. He went... This is what I was looking for on For All the Dogs. Old I'm Drake still, back. I'm still trying to find the love for for all the dogs i'm digging deep. really even these six didn't make was the rest playing of it play in the car and i was like okay like, i'm trying to find the love for There's the album some bangers on there that are album, some bangers man. but i don't love the album mm. i do love scary hours three i like all six songs i love what he was doing the like it was great like He's he storytelling, rapping, he's throwing out rapping, bars. Rapping. The bars are not corny. The the production is great. Like this is what I want. He was like, rapping. I like I, that. He was rapping, rapping, and like when he told like the whole storytelling. And like I said, I don't mind when it comes to Drake. I don't mind misogynistic, petty, dickhead Drake. I actually prefer misogynistic, petty, dickhead Drake. I like it. I like the clever misogyny. I like when he's in his bag that I'm better than everybody and F you and F these girls and blah, blah, blah. That's what I like. I don't mind it. But when he gets too much into like the super deep, like it feels like he's crying a little bit too much. I'm like, come on, man. Pick it up, man. Like your drink. Like Bahama Promises, I was like, come on, man. I love that song. Like, that's no, like my man, favorite song on the album. That, yeah, that's man. crazy. That is so, my favorite song on the album. It really? Yeah. Yes. 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 That song oh, is amazing. I can't. I can't. Maybe so you don't like the subject matter. It's the subject matter, and it's like it just fe- like it just feels like like you're Drake. Like that what song are we? Is what amazing. are we? What That's are we, like the most we? unique thing about Drake is the fact that he makes these R and B songs where it's like, oh, you're with this other guy. Fuck your old guy. Like a Marvin's Room type shit. Like. I feel like it's but almost even like, a different aspect of masculinity, the fact that he could get this off and sound cool. And other guys like, are like, like, oh, I see what you're talking about. songs where he's like still like, and I'm not saying he's crying, but people say, oh, like he's crying. Like Shot For Me, for example. Like yeah, he's crying song. on it, but he still has a little bit of like grit to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still saying like, yo, like I made you. Like I don't care. Like there's still some grit. I feel like he wasn't gritty enough on For All The Dogs. Like he, I thought he was very like, uh, like I don't know. I feel like it was very, very soft. Like I just love a little bit of like, yo, remember who you are. You know what I'm saying? Me, like yo, let like, me counter with this though. If you didn't like Bahama Promises because of the content, what did you think about Jaded? Because everyone loves Jaded, and it's the exact same thing. Mm. Is this he's he's allegedly he's talking about a girl? How she left him, dipped out on him, did him dirty. There's no grit in Jaded. Yeah, you're right. There's no people grit love in Jaded. Jaded. That's like elite Drake. And song. I love Jaded. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you. I love that song. Do you like that kind of R and B though? Like, do you like Begaman like R and B? I don't Begaman think that's Beg R and B. That's not really Beg R and B, but I do. I do like like soft R and B. Shaw for me in Marvin's room and that type of stuff is Begum is Begaman kind of. I get where you're coming I from. I kind of see what you mean, yeah. But it's just, like, I don't know. I just felt like, and obviously, I also feel like the way, let me take it back. Let me scale back a little bit. I also feel like the way that he, like, promoted, like, for all, like, calling it for all the dogs, like, like you know, like, it's for the men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just felt like it was going to be more of, like, a, like, the You Broke My Heart song. Oh, that's going to be on my Spotify wrapped. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Are you that's kidding me? Spotify wrapped. Like, that song is nuts. And the thing is, it has the perfect balance between, like, yes, you're kind of revisiting a hurt, but it's like, yo, also, like, yo, I'm that dog. Like, yes, fuck my ex. Yes. 
Does Mercedes make a hearse? Yes, nigga, you are dead to me, period. Like, that is what I wanted. Middle fingers up, turn up the stadium. Turn up the stadium. That's a turn up the stadium Like, are you crazy? If that song was on the tour, what? Drake's, but Drake's good at that type of, like, little catchy little pockets of songs because he did it with, what's the song on... Her loss, where he's like, gotta turn my bitch Hours up, and turn silence. my bitch up. And he just says that for like 30 songs, and you're just... And you're just... <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same with this. He's like, for my ass, for my ass, for my ass, for my ass. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All the ad-libs in between, like... Say a couple names. Yeah. Since you want the fame. Like, are you crazy? Oh, you would have posted shit. You like, would have... I know your ass too well. That's the stuff that people are going to sing. So that was crazy. But I also love that. I think it was... And people Shoe were like, fits. sorry, like, even if you don't have an ex, there's TikToks like, y'all haven't had an ex. And I'm here like, fuck my Yo, ex. on Shoe Fits, he's shooting at the Mandem too, though. He, he goes both. on both. He goes on both. And I like that I took it in that, bro, that is a six-minute song. Yes, he yes. is robbing for six I minutes. I love that. Yes. Six minutes, yes. and you don't get bored, and there's no drop-off, and every bar hits. And he's exactly. telling And remember how I said a couple times, I'm like, yo, we are losing the art of telling a story mm-hmm. in rap music. That six minutes, yes, he's taking shots and he's being a little petty and he's getting his shit off, but he's telling stories. Yeah. And he's like, being, what? And the thing I like about that too is he's telling stories and he's being clever and he's dissing, but the way that he's dissing, Drake's disses are, they could be funny sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah. on Middle of the Ocean, the like, for your birthday, your man got a party, party bus. Like, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, we left that shit in 09. You should have came with us. On Shoe Fits, a lot of those disses, especially to the men, are funny. You know, the part he's where he's just he a says, QB. He just practices throws. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. And then when he said, um, your girl got a condo downtown and, like, you don't have a car, so you can't even drive yeah. down. You don't have a steering wheel. So you can't, yeah. That is hilarious, bro. You and five of the bros be splitting the bottle. Splitting I was like, bottle. God damn, bro, chill. A lot of, remember saying, a lot of men felt it yeah a lot of women felt the link tree comment see you sucking dick on cam what the fuck that was hilarious (laughs) and then the the end the um everybody the game started what i got a new boot he said he's starting (laughs) when he pointed when he pointed pointed at the guy guy his james harden his little his little like yeah his little stuff at the back did you think that actually happened and he yeah and then he's like james harden played at the garden so i did the math because i'm like yo how recent but james harden first game starting for the clippers was at the garden yeah i don't know if that necessarily happened but like I, he tied it in well. Right. Like the little, the little like talking in the back when he's like, what "Damn, the you got fuck? you got your girl taken by the sniper, huh?" Thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Or what he says on the beginning of like, uh, I think it's the second track. It was like, "Oh, Noel, say you quit." I said, "No, nah, I gotta quit again." Yeah. Like, was, yeah. But my thing is, we're not ready for Drake to quit. Like, no one is ready for that. We're not ready for it. It's fine. We're yeah, not. I think rap people, music is not ready. People the just wanted. Is not people ready. just claim Hip-hop they want him to ready. take a break. That's okay. I get that. I get. I get taking a break. But he also said, "Yo, I'm not the type of guy to like disappear for two years <coughs> or three years and then come back." That's not me. Yeah. And but, I think that's fine. The the thing of that, like, I think this really exemplifies too, right? What I was saying when all the dogs came out is that the reason people don't like this is because Drake has such deep bags, right? He can yep. do the rapidy rap. He can do, he can sing with Bad Bunny. He can do the new stuff with Yeet. He has the R&B. He has the honestly never mind type stuff. And it's like what you're saying. You don't specifically like that genre of Drake, right? Like you don't like the R&B, Begaman type stuff. I do, but maybe it was like, 
I don't understand why people thought that he couldn't rap anymore when there is. But that's a crazy statement. Eight p.m. or the eight a.m. in Charlotte, whatever. Yeah, that yeah. like, if you heard that, then you know that he could still rap at an elite level. Like, yo, Joe really got under his skin and, and we'll made him rap for Joe six songs, man. Like, freaking, I can't. I liked that. Yeah, I loved it yeah. too. It, it was great. Scary Hours Three is really. It good. was really good, and I think it gave. It gave me a refresh. It gave me a little bug. Like I said, I wasn't really, like, yes, I was trying to get through for all the dogs, but I wasn't really, like, getting through it. But I, I loved He went six for six, even the song with J. Cole. That is my rap Fire. prayers Great. being answered. Red Button is crazy. Like, because, yeah. yeah, like. I'll fucking. I'll push the red button. Like, yeah, that part, he went on for, like, 28 bars. Yeah, 28 bars just saying, I will, like, yeah. Exactly. It was I will same. push it. And That's I can't crazy, do it. Bro. Do you think uh, the J. Cole got two for got got two over him now? Okay. You know, people saying he smoked him on first person okay, shooter. I won't say he smoked him on first person shooter because Mucho, our friend Mucho, who we've had on this show, if you guys know Mucho TV, Mucho made a tweet and he was like, "It goes Jake J. Cole's verse is better than Drake's first verse, but Drake's second verse is better than J. Cole's verse." So they were even. Yes. So, cause I, I, which I, which in my head, the story that I'm painting is Drake had his first verse, heard J Cole's verse, and then went back to do. That's exactly how Budden breaks it down. Yeah, but then, oh, don't. That's what he says though. Yeah. It's like, but I Jay, do, He does that whole verse, and then it's like, okay, I need to go get takey. Yeah, and, because like, I won't lie. Drake, the, the way he ends the song is hard on first person shooter. Like, yeah. I think he heard like, yeah, yeah, no, I gotta, I, I, I gotta run right. it up, yeah. and I respect that. I respect it. You know what I mean? Like, let the person, like, if you if you have a feature and someone comes hard on it, like, yo, okay, let that person motivate you. Like, yo, let me add something else. Let me do something. Like, you don't want to get washed on your song, but that's, but you also want to create a good user experience for your listeners. You know that, what I'm saying? Which is what J Cole said about it in the yeah. Lil Yachty interview was that Drake went for the song. Like, he went yeah. to make the song like the best it possibly could, rather than like I'm gonna try and keep up with him and smoke yeah. him. Right? No, it's not about smoking him. It's about making the best possible experience for your listeners. No one like. You don't want to hear J. Cole go off and the song just dead. Nah, somebody come back. Like, let's do this. And that's exactly what Drake did. Rightfully lack, so. There's a lack of that, honestly. I miss that competition side of it. Right. Like, when yep. you hear songs and rappers go back and forth and, like, you compare which bars to each other, mm-hmm. that shit's missed, man. Yeah. yeah. But, on, but on this new joint, I, f- I think it was pretty even. I don't think I anyone think so smoked anybody. They yeah. both had, like, really good bars. And one thing I like about Drake and J. Cole is they... They just have a way of just saying things that you've never heard before. Mm. Like, it, it could be a very simple concept, but they're putting it in a way that just you've never heard. Like, when Drake said, we're the wave, like, Christian Combs, when he has a brush in his hand yeah, after the yeah. grease is laid, we're, we're the linking wave. up like I'm we like, freed the slaves. What? I said, what? That was, wasn't that J. Cole's first bar? Yeah, and we're linking like we freed like we the freed, slaves. Linking up like we freed the slaves. I said, what? That's, That's a double entendre, too. <laughs> That's so funny. My roommate is like the Triple biggest entendre. J. Cole hater, and I played that for and he got up and like left and was so upset when he heard really? that bar. Yeah, yeah. Why? Some people just hate lyrical stuff. Like, you know? Mm, I mean. I, I like it. That's my John. That's my bag. I, yeah. My rap prayers were answered with Even Drake the and J. beat Cole. choice. They were yeah. all very much just like no hook, just rap vinyls and alchemists you know what i also learned about myself too when i listen to music i'm a production person like i my my mind goes to production first and then it goes to okay let me hear the lyrics but i feel like also not to say for all the dogs was lacking but like the shot for me has a very like the production on that song is great marvin's room the production i love jaded the i think i didn't like the production on bahamas promises 
I, I, I think that's, I feel like it's I very, think valid. it's very melodic. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a very production heavy listener. And they say some people you listen to production, listen to lyrics. I'm lyrics for sure. Yeah, I'm a production person. Like, I like to hear the beat. If the beat catches me, I might be sold if the lyrics match. But if the beat catches me, I'm already hooked. A dude rapping his ass off can convince me the song's amazing. Even if the production sucks? No, it's like, I'll have to hear it a second time. Okay. Like, oh, this song's actually kind of whatever, even though yeah. dude's kind of... Even though he's going off, yeah, but the production... Yeah, yeah. yeah, to me, I'm a production. Like, okay, like, this beat's crazy. Mm. All right, what are you saying, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's me. But, Contrast. I mean, hey, man... There, people are saying that because Joe Budden called him out or whatever. But also, like, and I hate talking about Joe Budden because I mean, you guys can say I don't like Joe Budden. I don't like the way Joe Budden presents himself in the media. I don't like the way Joe Budden the way he handled this Diddy and Cassie stuff is stupid, very very stupid. And the way Black media is handling this Diddy Cassie stuff is extremely disappointing. And I've been tweeting about it since it started, right? Because this Cassie news dropped last week. I'm sure everyone listening already knows that Cassie, the singer, she's now a mom of two. She's married to a man, very handsome white man. That's, you know, that's her family now. Why you look at that? I guess a I don't white know if that added handsome. anything to the story, but right. continue. But yeah, but I mean, she didn't need that mean? part, but whatever. Okay, whatever. <laughs> married, has two beautiful kids, whatever. It does add something to her. Why can't you say she's married to a handsome white man? I don't think that matters, like, like we does said, it? but hey. Why? You guys think I'm hating? No, it's cool. Continue, continue, continue. Are you guys salty because I said beautiful words? No, <laughs> not at all. No, not at all, Zoe. <laughs> okay, anyways. I'm just going to give some backstory to Cassie. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She's, you know, she, and my thing is, like, Cassie was a decent singer, but she wasn't, like, she didn't have, like, if you really look at, like, Cassie's top songs, like, there wasn't much going on. But she was obviously going through a lot, the, which we know. She had the ringtones on Smash, though. That's true. But whatever. You know, she had a one-two banger. Whatever. Recently, it came out that she suing diddy for you know and it's um, for people you know trigger warning for all this stuff that she's suing it was you know sexual abuse it was physical abuse it was sex trafficking it was you know subs forced substance it was a lot and my thing is she's claiming this goes back to 2005 if you do the math cassie was 19 in 2005 she was extremely young so everyone's like oh my god like why was you with him for so long why would she do that she was young and my thing is, a lot of people don't realize how impressionable young girls are. Like, not to get too deep, but, like, even with, like, the whole, like, R. Kelly thing. Oh, these 13-year-old girls are My thing is, I told my mom, my, my mom was like, oh, but these girls are so young. Listen, back then, R. Kelly was, like, the Chris Brown of our generation. I'm telling you right now, if Chris Brown was a predator and pulled up to my middle school with 13 and 14-year-old girls there... I'm telling you right now, Chris Brown could pull 13 and 14-year-old girls back then. We loved Chris Brown. Girls loved Chris Brown. Young girls loved Chris Brown. So if R. Kelly was that R&B star who could sing, he was good-looking, whatever, whatever, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? He, he was, it was a trap. But young girls are impressionable, especially if you are that star and you go and pull up to a middle school where girls already have crushes on you and posters of you in their room. You think it's that hard? Unfortunately, like, like, there's a reason why they target younger girls, right? It's a power thing. They know it's easy. So, yes, if Cassie being 19, 20 at the time, wanting a music career, and it's freaking P. Diddy, who's a multimillionaire, owns bad boy records, whatever, whatever, businessman, entrepreneur, of course she's going to be easily impressionable. Oh, why did she wait so long? Or she only wants money. Um, How do you think civil lawsuits work? Of course you want someone to go into jail criminally, right, for abusing you. But 
if you know someone is at that stature where like it's very unlikely that Diddy uh, like that's how it's very unlikely that Diddy would face criminal charges for this stuff. You know, what I'm it's very unlikely. But my thing is, even when you see cases of like police brutality or whatever, right? If someone gets off, what's their next step? It's a civil lawsuit. If someone, if you kill someone, right, and you get off, the family can sue you civilly. Even if you're not criminally charged, I can turn around and sue you for civil charges, which is what? A civil lawsuit is you are going to owe me money. You are going to pay some in way, shape, or form for the trauma that you caused my family. So I don't understand. what It's like we've never heard what a civil lawsuit is before. Why is it a problem now because an abused woman wants a civil lawsuit? But if a woman who loses her son wants a civil lawsuit, it's, it's okay, right? Because she lost her son and her son, you know, is no longer here because of police brutality or whatever. Or a white man killed her son. But you can sue the white man civilly, and that's okay. But if Cassie wants to sue her abuser civilly, it's now she only wants money. How? I also don't understand how people don't understand that being a reasonable compensation for something this heinous happening to you. I don't get it either. I think that, like, yeah, like, there's nothing that can undo that evil stuff that happened to you. But, like, yes, people, and I I just couldn't get with that. People being like, okay, well, why does she need money for it? Like, what's that going to fix? You know, like, I, I, that was the take that really bothered me a lot. Exactly. You, like, we, I mean, and people like, oh, well, like, she settled. Well... That obviously means that there was validity to her claim, yeah. no? Like, if you settle, but then his lawyer said, oh, there's no admitting. But, like, but you settled, so then what is then what is it? You know what I'm saying? And maybe, you know, like, maybe they didn't want it to go to court or whatever. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that there's truth to her claims. Diddy has been a scary, even, like, my mom. Like, they know, like, Diddy has been a scary person since the 90s. The Rolling Stone came out with an article. Ooh, scathing. That shows all of his violent history and relationships or, you know, his music label or whatever dating back to the 90s. The Rolling Stone did that. How many black publications, how many black podcasts have released episodes or whatever in the last week and have not spoken on Diddy at all? Joe Budden sat there and told us behind a paywall to ask about his mom, his dad, his kids. Fuck you. What are you talking about? You guys sit here in the hip-hop space. You know that hip-hop has a dark side to it. You know that music industry. And you're going to sit behind a paywall and now act like you can't reprimand these people? Why? Because P. Diddy pays your bills or has some type of money ties to you and your company? Or anything that you do? I don't get it. And I don't understand why black people and black are so scared to talk down behind people with this money. I don't get it. And it's disgusting. Why would it take the Rolling Stones to write an article about Diddy's history, but every single publication can skate around it like it's not a big deal. I think, like, to what you're saying specifically, and I don't think, like, a button is included in this, I think there's some black media outlets. Like, Diddy owns one of the biggest black media outlets, right? Right. With, with Revolt. Right. I think, and, like, look at that lawsuit and then chronicle his history and everything. I could, I, I think I could understand why other black media publications would be scared of Diddy. Fair. Be scared to publish all this because look, look what he does. He gets down like that, right? Right. So that makes sense to me, but I don't know. It's kind of like, then you're in a tough situation as, like, a, as a media person, right? Because right. then you can have bad boy people in your lobby waiting for you or something, right? But, yeah, and then in one breath, Joe Budden was like, and someone brought up a previous clip where he talked about Diddy in the past, and he was like, you know, I can talk about Diddy, and, you know, I, I, I went to Puff, and Puff understands what I do, and I'm a podcaster, and I, I bring the topics, and it's my job to bring the media and talk about things, So and he respects that. So you could talk about things when it comes to, like, his music or, like, things that he's 
done wrong with his label or he owes his label money or whatever. But when it comes to a woman, his ex calling for abuse, it's all of a sudden you don't know anything and you don't want to speak about it. It's not the point. No one's calling on you to say, oh, yeah, abuse is bad. We know that. But you claim to have this ear to the streets and you claim to be in the industry and you know things. You can speak on your podcast. You can speak on whatever you want, but you can't say anything. You can't like 50 Cent has been saying Diddy's a weirdo. 50 is a different <laughs> yo. That's like, a different case. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a that's a bit I mean, of a different 50 Cent's case. a different a different beast. Yes. A different yeah. personality but for sure. He's been one of the most consistent people on hating Diddy. And it's no but my thing is it's not even about hating Diddy. It's about or having reason to like right. You know? I don't think it's about hating Diddy. It's about yo. If you know that this guy has done some weird shit, or you know that this guy is not a safe person, how hard is it for you, Joe? But be like, you know what? Yeah, Diddy's not that guy. Diddy's actually has done some questionable things. He is a part of the dark side of hip hop. You didn't have to go into detail, but but it, like, was it that hard if you just be like, yo? You, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Diddy has some those allegations. There could be some validity behind it. Mm. You like I'm saying, don't act all of a sudden that you're so. And then he made it. Oh, I we released another episode on Patreon. I had to make an edit because y'all almost got me. It's not about almost getting you. It's not about almost getting you. Black people need to speak up when it comes to this stuff. Like I don't understand why. And the thing is, like I feel like money makes people very scary. And that's why I always say I don't. I don't ever want to be in a position where someone has that much over me that I thought to censor myself or, or question my morals because money talks that loud. I mean, there's psychological studies that would suggest that the more money and more power you come into, you lack empathy. Right. Like power diminishes empathy. And I, I think... Which is I, what we're talking about more right. than money, right? Is power. Right. The grip that he has, pause on like everything, right? Sorry. Hand yeah. gesture. But like... um. No, like, look, he had the, there was, wasn't there an investigation that the NYPD were doing, and then he settled and everything like that, and then all, there was no more, and then, yeah. like, New York, the NYPD was like, oh, yeah, we're not talking about Diddy at all, like, that's yeah. not an issue at all. Yeah. And you see pictures of Diddy, uh, hold, uh, you know, dapping up um, Eric Adams, is that, is, is that the mayor of New York that's I really think, against drill yeah. music and everything? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can see who he has in his back pocket, you know, Ye was bugging out doing drink champs and was kind of saying about how Diddy's a fed and all these different things, mm. so, like, there's, there's a nasty chronicle of, like, uh, there's a paper trail, right, for right. this guy proving yeah. that that no, isn't a money, machine deal? Money and power, like, they, they, it makes the world go around, and in this situation specifically, yeah, I feel like this is definitely a black issue, but just to broaden it, it's true for like a lot of because even look at the whole Epstein thing. That's it, yeah. Epstein, all the white Harvey all, Weinstein. All of Hollywood knew what was going on. No one said nothing, mm -hmm. and he just disappeared when he was gonna out everybody. Like I think that might be some of the stuff that people scare. I think some people are like genuinely scared for their safety, so they right. don't want to talk. Which is I, so that's like a fair I get point. so like I I can get why some people like who aren't really like who don't who aren't in the best position to like. Like, 50 is 50. Like, 50 is not scared of nobody. And even if there's any adversity, he has the bread to put up to, you know, whatever. Right. But I, I can see, I see, like, why, you know, some, if you're, like, a just a regular guy. Right. That but my works thing is, like, for whatever, don't puff your chest that you yeah, can talk yeah, about yeah, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, I can yeah, do that. That I agree with. That I agree with. when things come around, it's like, y'all want me to talk about this? Yes, nigga, what? What? Yeah. That's yeah. why I say not including Budden because it is kind of. And now these guys got me agreeing with DJ fucking academics. Academics, academics called it out. 
and I agree with him. Rory. And I can't stand academics. Shout out to Ak for standing on business. Rory and Maul did too. Yeah, I listened to that this morning. Oh, I actually didn't listen. They, uh, they, yeah. they stood on it. So there are some people who are acknowledging it. Yeah. Properly. So shout Yo, out to them. Yo, be a real person and stand on business. Know your morals. But I'm saying don't act like this. Yo, Joe Budden, I don't like that man. I don't like that man. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all ever want to work with him. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. If he ever sat in this, sh- you said that Joe Rogan and and The Rock. Well, yeah, I, I if just Joe think- Budden never sat in this chair. It's beef. <laughs> I don't. I want smoke. I don't like you. I don't like the way you present yourself. I think you're a hypocrite. He's also an abuser. But then you don't want like Joe Budden. Just I've seen the way you talk about women. I've seen him in the clubhouse bullshit. He's just a. He's ugh. He gives me the nasty ick. Don't like it. I don't like people like that. And then you hide behind these paywalls. Like you're like this, ugh, anyways. A paywall to not even say anything. Like, and then to act like we're crazy or the, the public is crazy for expecting you to make a comment about an industry that you talk about being in all the time. What? What? Yeah, the fact of the matter is it sucks because the entertainment industry is a scary business. Right? And then like, you have people who are under Diddy's album, who are nominated for Grammys. You think the white Grammys are going to give any of those people Grammys? No. You think over. they'll unnominate? That's over. Like, you think no, they'll unnominate, like, un- but they're not going to win. They're not going to win, no, for sure. What? And that sucks. And that does suck for all the hardworking, genuine people that, like, finally got a shot right. on an album that was good, that they really felt like, yo, this might be my year. Right. It sucks for all, like, the genuine people. So yeah, so they're all like everyone. A lot of people are affected. By I this. do not believe that the what's it called the what, the Academy. I do not see the Academy actually co-signing. They wouldn't. Diddy no, no. to no, get that's any impossible. Grammy right it's now. It's not. It's not happening. Not happening. It's and not. that's unfortunate for every artist who got the opportunity to work with a name that they thought was was helpful and would be safe to put their name behind. Yeah, right? not, but, that's over for that. I think there'll be impact on this too because it's very like. I feel like it'll almost make me jaded because you've seen this guy call him, you rebrand himself to love, you know, and he just was giving back all his former artists, their masters and everything. It's like now anytime I see a mogul like on a spree of positivity, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be side eyeing it a little bit, you know. But But that sucks um, that that's just. Yeah, like now anytime I see something positive, I'm going to have to. (laughs) But didn't Audrey O'Day say the same thing? She was a part of Danity Kane. Didn't she say the same thing like Diddy, like. Yeah, he does a lot of shady stuff, and he's been doing shade with like her money, and she, and apparently he gave her this like document to sign for like uh, something about basically like, signing away her rights to like speak on him and like get money from Danny Kane or whatever, whatever. And apparently she sent it to all the members of Danny Kane, but she told the girls not to sign it. But apparently they don't like her, so they didn't listen to her. But she's been saying like, yeah, Diddy's been trying to take control over Danny Kane for and silence them forever, for a long time. Like I just like I said, the entertainment industry is dark. I don't want no parts. I, I'm too emotional. I'm very sensitive. I don't think I could ever survive that same industry. Because I'd be like, yo, y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. You're in the entertainment industry. Not like that. No. I don't think you I could. You mean to a degree, like a certain level. I don't think I could get to like the level of like ditties mogul and, and, and mogul and status. Like, it, does, it definitely does get scary up there. Like, what are we doing? Because that's what, like, I think the higher you get in entertainment industry, it's when more... More things come into play than just the art. Because oh, for like, sure. Because it's more like, like we said, it's business. It's big business. Like, 
I don't know if a lot of people know, but well, yeah, a lot of people know, especially with hip hop, that like the streets is intertwined into hip hop. Yep. Very much so. But even bigger than that, like like the drug world and entertainment in general are very intertwined. Like the mob and like big time hustlers and drug dealers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. money gets funneled through entertainment. Like money gets so much drug money gets funneled through the entertainment business. Yeah. Eas- like washed it through all like movie companies and production companies and it's a lot, man. It gets it does get scary. Yeah. Money laundering. But I don't know, man. It's 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 a weird thing. And like I said, I feel like when when you're in Hollywood, there's so many secrets like Kiki Palmer's mom on that phone call. I don't know if you guys heard the phone call that came out last week. I'll keep on. She was talking. She was spilling secrets about Usher being gay. And she made it seem like, oh, you like everyone knows. Like, this is not a secret. Like, she made it seem like she was talking to Kiki Palmer's baby father and was like, you're stupid. Like, you're worried about Kiki Palmer or my daughter being at this concert dressing up. She's like, Usher's gay. You don't know that? Like, you don't even know the business. Like, you don't even, like, you're so dumb that you don't even understand, like, what Hollywood is. We all know. And it's like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, like, first of all, Yes, like, what are you talking about? Like, what's I mean, Will Smith's fake assistant or whatever can go and do a a podcast and whether he's lying and claim that Will Smith, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is even happening at this level of fame? Nasty business. Like Tresor yeah. said, people can say anything and all of a sudden you got to go sue for defamation of character. That's the part that I don't <laughs> like. Like, literally, like. I could blow up and become the biggest thing in the world, and Clyde could go on a random podcast and be like, "Yeah, I saw Chizor like murder ten people and had the bodies in his backyard." And now I have to go clean. Sue me for defamation. Like now I have to. And if people already don't like me, because that's what another thing that I've noticed too. Like, if someone has a like a preconceived notion about you, or they have a narrative, right? Once they see something that confirms it, they're not gonna look into it. They're just gonna be like, "See." I told you that that guy was X, Y, Z. Yeah. Certain like allegations imagine, can't be over. Imagine you blow up and you're like crazy level. And then Clyde does an interview. It's like, yo, I did a podcast with Sir for a couple of years. You know he actually smells one, bad? Or like one day I came in and he was doing <laughs> this. Because you can't this, beat this. Yeah, bad. and then like, obviously there's footage of us doing a podcast show. People know that we're close. And then people are like, oh yeah, like yeah. maybe. He, and then some people would be like, see, I knew there was something about exactly. him. Exactly. That, that's crazy, bro. And Andre 3000 was talking about it in his interview uh, before the flute album <laughs> about how there's just something. And I agree that there's just something unnatural about fame and that many people knowing you. Mm-hmm. And I do agree that like as mm-hmm. humans, I don't think we were designed for that. Like Absolutely. That this many yeah. people should not know who you are. Yeah, I agree. How much attention cannot be healthy for your brain at all. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not, it's bro. Not. And the more you get. I feel like the more you get into it is the more that's why it could take you down a, a dark path or sometimes you just separate. That's why even me, even on like a smaller level, I like a lot of my stuff is social media and I detach from social media a lot. Like I don't even have the Twitter app on my phone. Like I don't want to look at it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to see all the opinions. Like it's just it becomes so much that it really can mess with you mentally, especially if you're yeah. like not not I don't want to say like a weak minded person. But if you just like, you know, you can't handle stuff like that, especially negative things, it could really wear on you. And then the thing about social media is that events that have nothing to do with you can wear on you mentally. Like that's why even when when tragedies happen or like 
murders happen and stuff and it's on the internet i don't want to watch i don't want to see those videos i don't yeah. want to see people getting killed i don't like i don't want to see any of that because that stuff st- stays in your brain mm-hmm. like you think it doesn't that stuff stays in your brain so that's how i damn. feel about the really big conflict taking place right now yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. just on your timeline all the time but i mean you almost f- feel like a bad person though sometimes for detaching right yeah but it's also like i i see the flip side where it's like you need to it's see this stuff because this is yeah, what's happening, yeah. right? Yeah, like, this is the that. only yeah. way that people will believe what's happening in Gaza, I get that. right? So it's kind of like, I see the part, and I had a conversation with my friend, I'm like, bro, like, I, a part of me wants to be like, oh my God, like, detached from it. So I'm like, yo, I have, I have the privilege to detach from this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. these people are living this every day, and yeah. I have the privilege to hide a post. Yeah. To choose to not engage with something yeah. is a huge it's privilege. It's a huge privilege. huge privilege. I just mean, like, just the narrative where even, like, the news... I used to think about it when I was young. I used to hate watching the news. It was depressing. Yeah. And it's like, there must be, like, you're showing us so much bad news. There must be good news. Yeah, but, but the good, good news, news isn't no going to make It's not bringing traction, isn't going to make the news. That's and why I they, don't like that. They amplified stuff. Like, when COVID was happening, they made stuff up just to make, like, the numbers, like, go up. That's if, how they yeah. got most of the information from COVID. Yeah. It's, like, all the news numbers, cases rising. It's, like... Yeah. And none, like, if you, think of, if you really, th- if you really like, go back and think about, like, all the media that happened during COVID, it was a mess. It was all day, they every no day. They had no idea what was going on. And that was all wear the news gloves. was. Don't wear gloves. All we don't day, need masks. Day. It's not airborne. Wear masks. It actually is airborne. Don't touch that surface. Oh, no, it's not on surfaces. You can't live on your hands. You can live on your hands. <laughs> it's like, did anyone yeah. know what's going on? Just, when you don't catch go it, outside. You can't have more than two people around ca- you. Don't when you, breathe. When you catch it, no you're air. sick for two weeks. But <laughs> yeah, then when yeah, you catch it, now you're only sick for three days. But when you catch it, like you can't spread it to other people. But now you can't. Two weeks locked up in your house. Just sorry, you food under the door. You unlocked the suppressed memory for me for that. I remember, like, I'm thinking, like, when I was a kid, it used to be like, you know, cartoons and the Zone and all that until four thirty-five. Yeah, and then Young and the Restless New, comes yeah. on at four thirty. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, if your parents watched Young and the Restless oh, a lot. Yes. I don't know if you guys know about Victor Newman. Yes. Um, but the, I feel like the the theme music. For uh, for was scary, not scary, but it's very ominous. It was. It's very like awesome. Bad shits about to happen. Now that you say that, yes, yeah, it is. But I know what you're saying. I think soap operas in general just have a very like stress, eerie undertone to them. It's like you're just waiting for bad things to happen. How it's shot, how the music, I I completely get what you're saying. So then you get well, Young and the Restless just. So, like, you know, ominous music, an hour of soap opera and dramatics, everyone's stressing, and then the news comes on right after, 5.30. <laughs> yeah. More depression. 17 people More. in Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee have been, and it's like, damn. Yeah. And that's how they start. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the afternoon news. 17 people in Knoxville, Tennessee have died from, it's like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> like, it's nah, crazy, you're very bro. Right. You're very right. But I mean... News be depressing. That's tough, the news man. and that's the world that we live in. But I mean, the last topic we have for pop culture before we move on to some lighter stuff, I mean, is parties. Little Yo, what a week, <laughs> eh? <for laughs> it's been a wild <laughs> week, a week in black pop culture. Yeah. But Meg Thee Stallion, you know, she released her song Cobra a few weeks ago. She had a bar saying that, you know, basically alluding to her ex. She didn't say who. But, you know, her ex-partner or whatever cheating on her because she slept with someone or did something with another woman in the same bed that, or in their bed. And then par- that bar just set Party off, and he released a whole song 
just going in on Meg Thee Stallion. Do we think, one, do you think it's justified? That's how you're going to start? Yeah, do you think what he justified? Do you think the full comeback diss record of what he did was justified? I'm asking both of you, so whoever wants to go first. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he's got it. No, what I'm going to say is, I think that people are allowed to react to things however they please. Is that is that not what people say? Like you can't, like you can't monitor someone's reaction. You can't control how people react. You can't control how people react. Fair. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, yeah, you. So she chose to put that bar in that song. You can't control if he wants yeah, to like ignore it, react if, to it, if whatever. If you slap someone, they might drop kick you after. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Do you think that people have a leg to stand on when they say, like, as a man, why are you dissing? A wo- or why are you making a diss track to your ex or your woman? Or why are you trying to rap about a woman or whatever? Uh... <laughs> Yo, the fear in this talk. They look so scared. I don't know why. No, people know where I stand on that. What? On this, on the whole as a man stuff. Do you think it's like, do you think like men making diss tracks about women should be like off limits in like rap and hip hop? No. 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 Okay. Really how I feel about it. Talk it. It's almost our show. Yeah. It's almost like it, it like lowers women it like puts them on a, like a lower pedestal if you're like oh there you can't even you know say anything negative to this person you can't make diss tracks uh, uh, about a woman just because they're a woman you know it almost seems like like oh women aren't strong enough to like you know mm. deal with that you know they don't have the mental capacity to deal you should leave women alone you know they can't like i i i, I don't i can that, see that you know? angle okay well, like, that's how it sounds it's like why you don't think yeah. that they're able to Stand on their own legs and yeah. for a diss track, like right. Do you, do you think he went a little bit too deep in their personal bag? Did you listen to the song? I saw like the clips. Oh, I do you saw, think he went a little bit clips. too personal? Like, yeah. there are certain things where, like, even though, like, yes, it's a diss track and you're kind of getting shit off, but do you feel like there's certain things that you should keep personal when you're in a relationship and not air out too much? To me personally, like something should just stay behind closed doors. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that. Do you like, think he crossed that line? But with what? Like the line Maybe the about surgery stuff. Yeah, her getting lipo, and now you're trying to fake like your fitness, and uh, you sleeping with your producer, and you have me shaking his hand, and stuff like that, and you talk ah. shit about your friends, you talk shit about this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, that girl. Like, do you <laughs> think it's I like saw, all right now? You're just no. Nah, all I saw was the clips, but from that. I don't. Th- I think it's because of all that, like what Meg has gone through, right. is what makes people very sensitive about it. But right. if you took those two names off of it and put this exact same, like same bar, same everything, with two other people, like Cardi and Offset, yeah, I don't like. Ooh, that's a good example. I, I don't really think he like. If people, some people expose people like. No, you're right. Crazy. Yeah. And I feel like I mean, Pusha T told us that Drake had a whole kid. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like Meek. Talked about Nikki before and has he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to that level, the way Party did. Maybe not. Not that level. No, he said some stuff about her and like her surgery. Yeah, her surgeries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I said stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't think it's. You don't think he crossed the line? I don't think because from what I heard, I only heard the clips. I feel like he's he exposed a lot of things, but 
you could tell me because you heard it. Did he say anything like disrespectful or did he just speak on his view of their relationship? Like, did he say anything that was like that was foul to say? I mean, maybe not. I don't think maybe like I don't think he called from what I recall I don't think he called her out her name I don't think he like called her like a bitch or like you stupid the song's like, called wasn't anything like that he talks about like I think he's more just like exposing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and he's kind of like telling a story as to like what his yeah you're saying what his perception was yeah but I could see so why. I could see I could see like how people find that corny. I could 100% see that. Even in friendships, like when people start being friends and people start exposing Exposing, each other. Yeah, you're right. I don't like that too. Yeah. But so what's the like, my thing is like, what's the cutoff? Like, so she's allowed to say that I cheated, but I can't like take it farther. I think it's the the level like, like, she said like, yes, she kind of kept it anonymous, but we all kind of knew she was talking about, Mm -hmm. but he like he like named the friends that apparently she talked shit about. He like talked about her sleeping with her producer, talking about her getting ran through the industry, which are ju- is justifiably like you can be upset about that. Yeah, you I'm can have I mean, a visceral reaction. To talked about like her that. getting lipo. Talked about her, you know, yeah, just being like, off. you know why? Yeah, I think I'm trying it's, to I'm trying to pull up the lyrics. You know, I think it's basically calling her a liar. Also. Yeah. The reason I think it sounds off and why people it like kind of is rubbing people the wrong way and it does kind of come off corny is because this truly is a diss track. And I feel like there's a difference between a diss track and then like like you kind of we talked about Drake crying about like this happened or something, you know? It kind of seemed like he was getting at her, you know? Like this is like I I don't th- it didn't feel like he was venting. You know, yeah, it did bro, seem like just, an, an attack type thing. But I think it's just I think it's tough because at know the end of the day, like, like yeah, because at the end of the day, like we don't know their relationship. Right. And like he could have really been a terrible person or right. she could have really been a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And him making this could have been him just trying to like get some stuff out. But like it, honestly, it like we said before in the entertainment industry, like perception really matters. And who you like more really matters because if it's who's a who's a, a male in the industry that like people really like Keanu Reeves, I guess. No, like an artist. Like a I love how I love that. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Keanu, Keanu Reeves. I guess. He said celebrity. He didn't say artist. He said I know. A male how about, in the industry? How about Eminem? Because he also made it. No, there's a lot of people that people don't, don't like Eminem. Like there was a lot uh, of people, people that didn't like the whole Mariah Carey also stuff. Like Do people well, like Jay Z? I feel like a lot of people like Jay Z. Like Jay Z is pretty well liked. Mm, okay, but in that situation, it would still be the same thing. No matter how well liked Jay Z is, people love Beyonce, mm. and if Jay Z made a track about Beyonce, no matter what, people would find it. They right. wouldn't like. They wouldn't take to it very kindly. But if Beyonce made a track about Jay Z because of certain things that have happened people would take to it i'm trying yeah. to think of a situation where it's like it's a man that has had no problems that people like i feel like it would go differently if like it was just like a, a unproblematic guy that people like who was dating another celebrity woman and then he made a diss track okay maybe not I an artist but so you're basically saying like who's a guy that was able to like who had something bad done to him by a girl and publicly was able to be like or her? like 
a, I remember, it's perception. Yeah. I feel like. Remember when Kyrie and Kalani? I was about to say Kalani and yeah. Kyrie. Yeah, oh, that was God. a great. A example. lot of people took Kyrie's side without even really like knowing. Yep. Like mm. nobody really knew anything oh, about yeah. what happened. Yeah, and everyone was just saying that Kalani cheated on him, and Kyrie even came out and was like, "Bro, she didn't." Sent her into like a panic attack. Like it was very nasty. Yeah. Like what yeah. happened? But and then didn't he come out and say, that. "Yo, she didn't cheat on yeah. me. Like we've yeah. been broken up." But it's I just agree. a perception. Yeah. Robert Pattinson got cheated on by the girl he was in Twilight with, and it was like a whole, like, yeah, fuck her. Like, poor Robert Pattinson. I was like, ah, I never. Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't she lesbian? Uh, maybe she is now, but she was cheating or on Or maybe dude. bisexual, but I'm pretty sure she dates women. She was no? cheating she does, on she dude. Does yeah. Now. She does and there was oh, okay. video of it, and it was like a big thing, and I just. With, a, with a woman she cheated on it with? No, with, the, with another guy. Oh, oh. That's crazy. With bro. the director <laughs> of the movie she was yeah. with. That's crazy. It's perception, I'm telling you, because there was even. Do you guys see the clip where people were like party singing along to Tory Lane's song? But it wasn't actually Tory. But it wasn't true. No, it was Tory's song, but that wasn't the audio of that video. It was a video of party jamming to a song, and someone put Tory's song over it. Is that what that was? That it was a fake video. People are so everyone and people are like, see. I knew this guy was blah, blah, blah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. If someone has like a, a, whatever will fit the narrative that someone wants to push, they'll run with it. The and internet I is agree scary. with the, the notion that Meg has gone through a lot publicly, you know, in the last couple of years, like losing her parents. I think she also lost her grandma and the whole Tory Lane situation. Like she's been through a lot. And I feel like people had uplifted party because it take, I think it takes a very specific type of man to date a woman who's been, I think, let me, I think it's a a specific type of person to be with someone who's gone through so much trauma. You know what I mean? And I think even with like Cassie, right? Who she's married to now, you have to be a very, it's a difficult situation to really build with someone and like grow to love someone or like, you know, in a, building a relationship when someone has so much trauma, right? It's not, and like I've had situations with people like, I've had this conversation where it's like, when a woman is damaged or like whether it's, you know, something of like cheating or, you know, trust issues or whatever, usually men are like, oh, like I've heard men say, you need to come to me healed or like women need to, you know, go to therapy and get themselves together before they date or like, you know, whatever, stuff like that. Like you can't bring, I can't be your first good man. Like you need, like that notion is crazy because everyone comes with baggage. Everyone's going to come with, whether it's personal, old relationships, exes, whatever, everyone has something that they're going to bring to the table. That's negative when you're dating, but it takes a specific person to hold that baggage and help you grow and heal through it with you. That's a good, and obviously that was Cassie's husband now. You know what I'm saying? Like, people thought, unfortunately, Party and Meg didn't work, but people thought Party was this great guy because, oh my God, she lost her parents, and you know what I'm saying? She went through this, and he stood by her side, and blah, 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 and now that they fell out, it's guns blazing. But I think people, and I'm not saying he's not that type of person who has the ability to love someone through their trauma and as they grow and heal, but I think people put him on that pedestal where they saw him as this great supportive man. He loves her through this and that, and then now they're shooting him down because he's turning around and doing this, right? But I think when you are navigating relationships and you are dating someone who has, you know, past trauma or, you know, they've had bad relationships or they have bad personal growth or they've had a bad, you know, childhood or whatever, like... People don't realize, like, how... You can't say, come to me healed. That's literally... that's It's so ignorant, it's almost literally impossible. Like, to look at someone and say, oh, the women need to come to me healed. Like, do we tell men to come to me healed? A lot of men still cry about their girl who broke their heart in seventh grade. 
but like women, women think like, oh, I can fix him. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can fix him. I can go with him. I can heal him, whatever, whatever. But men say, oh, no, she's damaged, and I can't be your first good man. And you there's dudes with get... capes, too. Like, there's Captain save too. Yeah, 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 100%. But I'm saying, not, aside from, like, Captain save like, it just, you got to be a very genuine and real person to stick with someone and grow with them and, you know, heal with them and talk through stuff if you really genuinely love that person. I agree. But this is actually a very good segue into the, the am I the asshole situation that oh, I perfect. saw. Before that, can we, for my sanity? Yeah, go ahead. There you go. Segway. So, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? So. What the fuck? Did you yeah. do that on purpose, Trey? That wasn't me. No, I think oh, that, cool. that, that, that touched the lights. That touched the lights. That hit the light. Yeah. yeah, and it made it a No, turn light. it on again. It turned, turn it up. Like, like press the top. The lights. There you go. Yeah. So, um, there's a content creator in the UK uh, named Taser Black. So, shout out to Taser. That's my homie. He, someone asked him a question on Instagram about am I the asshole and he was reading it and it picked up on the blogs I want to know what you guys thought about this I might also for expecting my girlfriend to support me while I'm unemployed I lost my job four months ago and EI doesn't cover my full living expenses what's EI let me know in the comments below thank you I've had to buy a car since mine had 330,000 kilometers on it and the engine issue wasn't worth fixing. After that, I had a couple thousand saved and that has been completely wiped out and I'm not able to cover all my expenses. So I've asked my girlfriend to help cover my expenses and she's refused as I didn't propose before this. We have been dating for three years and moved in for two. She told me three dates in that she expected to be engaged after about two years of dating and is very unhappy with me as I didn't propose. I'm sure she's the one, but I'm just hesitant about marriage. And she has told me that she's trying to get over the fact that she's wasted three years with me. I told her to give me some time, and thankfully she hasn't pushed it. This was shortly after my work, before my work announced that they were cutting people off and I was let go. Now she's saying I'm expecting too much from her since I'm not ready for marriage, but I'm expecting her to help me with rent. We've been dating for three years, doesn't that count for something? If it was a year in, I'd understand, as if it was too early and we've been together for a long time. But she told me it's meaningless, as I haven't proposed, and she refuses to help me, as I could decide I don't want to marriage and bail at any time. I don't want the marriage and I could build it in time. I've told her that since she won't help me, she's shown that she isn't serious too. And she's told me it's fine, we can just end the lease and I can go back to living with my family as I can't afford the rent here. I've been getting interviews, but nothing too crazy. She thinks it's crazy that she would... I think it's crazy to me that she would waste three years over me not covering a bit of rent and groceries. What do you not think? Let me know in the comments. Wow. That was a roller coaster. That's a little heavy. So wow. No, no, yeah. Okay, so... You so think what do you guys think? Here. A lot. If she, if she can afford, okay. So my thing, we've been together for three years. That's a fairly long time. Mm-hmm. Relationship for three years is a, is a pretty solid relationship. We've been living together for two. That's a pretty long time living together. If he's actively looking for a job and Which he, he said, said he's he said doing he's interviews, interviews and stuff like that, I can hold it down. Also. I don't know if she really has a leg to stand on like with the whole like two years, three years. Like I get it, but like marriage is a big commitment. You know what I mean? And maybe he wants, you know, maybe he's trying to find a ring. Maybe, you know, he's still waiting for, you know, the, the good, I don't know, whatever, regardless. But that kind of argument's like, mm, I don't really, like I, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's a reason to not help your man out. It's maybe like, okay, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like bring it up. Like, you know, we've been dating for three years. Like, is marriage on your mind? Like, but I don't think it's like, oh, we've been dating for three years. You haven't posted me yet, so I'm not helping you out no more. That's a little crazy. If I can afford it, and I know you're actively looking, and if I know I want to be your wife, then that's something that would, like, this is just, this is 
a part of life, right? Like, what if he was your husband? Like, would it be different if he was your husband and he lost his job? The love doesn't change, though. Like, I don't, I don't like the notion if, like, oh, once you're my husband, the love changes. No, if you love someone, you love someone. Marriage is just the contract. It's the commitment. It's the, you know, uni what's called? Unification in front of God, whatever, whatever. But the, like, I don't, I'm not going to love you ten times more and won't do anything for you ten, because, just because we're married. That's different. So I don't think that, at least for me, that argument doesn't stand. But I don't agree with her. Yeah, if that's my man and I know I love him and I want to be his wife and whatever, and I know he's, it's not like he's, he's actively looking and he's trying, I would hold it down. But I'm going to give you a, a time limit of holding it down, though. I, yeah. Like, I can hold sense. it down for X amount of months, but, like, I need to see you actively trying all the time to get a job. And we need to build a plan together. And if this plan's not working, then we got to shift. I think they should break up. <laughs> no, 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 just, like, literally everything you described, like, with the partisan thing, like, it takes a certain person, and I don't think it makes you a bad person if you're not that person, you know? Like, mm, I can okay. see, like, I can see the the woman's position, but it's like, you guys shouldn't say it. You don't love him enough to want to marry him, clearly, right, you know? Right. And this was a very big revealer for that, and I think you should, uh, I, I think they should follow that. So, but the question was, is he the asshole for not... For, like, for breaking up with her, I don't. Think no, I don't think they I didn't break so. up. It's. Oh. I don't think was, either of them are assholes. To no, be they honest. didn't break mm. up. He was saying, "Is he the asshole for, like, being shocked or like being upset that his girl won't help him during no, that time?" No, I don't time. think so. That's a little bit no. shocking. I feel like if roles are reversed, though, am I gonna be reversal man? Am I reversal man? Reversal girl. If roles were reversed, yeah. it would be no question. There would be no question. People 100%. would be like, it's your girl. You need to help your girl. Yeah. I think people forget, like, if you're in long terms, like, there's better and for worse. Like, Always. Like, if you, like, I'll say this, like, as someone who's been in five years, like, there's ups and downs in every single thing you go through. Mm -hmm. If I'm struggling, like, yes, it will affect you long term, but, like, I'm still trying to make things better for the both of us. Right. And the... On oh, someone look at the on, on the other at you. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> on someone like on the other side, like yes, like it takes like we don't know what happened behind closed doors, like everything like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, like if you want to be with that person, you should find ways to make it, things work, no matter what the situation is. If you really love that person, mm -hmm. right? There were I some agree. people, and you know, the comments are going to find a way to split 50-50. Some people in the comments were saying she's not wrong because at the beginning of her relationship. She expressed the fact that she wants to be married within three years and him not giving her that commitment. She should not have to pour into him necessarily. I don't agree with that at all. And I don't like the fact that I don't know if he's quoting her verbatim, but when he said that she said that she wasted three years with him and they're still not married like mm -hmm. the man said like he wants she he said that he knows she, she's the one he's just hesitant about marriage that's a perfectly human thing i think and you then there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with being hesitant about marriage that doesn't mean i don't love you and i don't want to marry you yeah yeah it's my mom was like, hesitant until she got on that damn chapel until she, my mom was hesitant like before she even said i do that's normal. like that's a natural I feel like, fear yeah, that's supernatural right and yeah. i feel like it's it's like she has like a contraction. It's like the marriage was the contract. Yeah. Where if we're not engaged, you're I'm in not. breach of contract. Yeah. You know? yeah, like, yeah. 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 Seems transactional, like right? Yeah. I do think that they, I think that they should 
breakup. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that, bro. I think it's like, yeah, I feel like people like underestimate the choice of like marrying someone or having kids with someone. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everything like this is all a choice. Yeah. So treat it like a choice and make the best decision and Facts. weigh your pros and cons and do your evaluation. Like kind of, this is going to sound crazy, but treat it like a freaking science project, like hypothesis evaluation. Like, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of have to do it like that because monogamy is a choice. Like you have to evaluate someone. You got to go back to the drawing board. You got to experiment. Pro, weigh the pros weigh and the cons. Weigh the pros and cons. Like when you're making a choice in anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to kind of do, like, a breakdown. Think we're making a lifelong choice, which I think of a lifelong choice as, like, marriage. Even relationships. Like, this stuff is... And, like, the older you get, you realize this stuff is not easy. Like, dating in your early 20s and whatever, whatever. Now, you know, you might, like, get together and break up or whatever, whatever. But obviously, the older you get and the bigger your mindset grows. And, like I said, people come with baggage. People come with trauma. Like, you have to navigate dating in a way different way. Mm-hmm. Way different way. There's no more like, oh, I got to be married in three years. There's no more like, oh, come to me, yield, and do this and that. It's like, yo, like, do you like this person enough to actually try with them no matter how long it takes? But that's what I'm saying. That would throw me off. Like, at the beginning of our relationship, you're already telling me, yo, in three years, we need to be married. Right. You don't know how some, life is going to go. Do, we don't know their ethnicity. Some cultures are very much like that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of African cultures, Indian cultures, things like that. There are like, yo, like, yeah, we got to be married by like this. Like, I'm not even playing that. Oh, is, yeah. is your culture like that too now? You can use your mic. It depends on like um, where you are. If you're more, like, if you're born and raised in like North America, it's not as heavy. But right. if it's more in like mainland, yeah, um, it's more frowned upon to be single over mm. 25 or like 27. <sighs> Damn. So there's like a term called like leftover women or leftover men in the back. Damn. Back there. But that's yeah. that seems what, sorry, pretty. What, what, where countries is? Uh, China. <laughs> that seems pretty consistent though. Of through yeah. like immig- immigrant countries where it's like they want you. Like after a certain point, I feel like especially for women, but like your family starts asking, "Yo, like, yeah, <laughs> what true. are you doing? What's like, you know, when are you getting married? When are you gonna have kids? Where's your yeah. relationship? Like that's a very common thing. And I had my aunt visited. Uh, and I actually, I low-key want her on this show. Like, I feel like if she came on this show, like, you guys would have the best time with her. Because she's just so real. She's so raw. Like, she's so funny. She's lived, like, a thousand lives. Like, she's hilarious. And she'll, like, keep it, like, very real. But she was telling me, she was like, and I don't know if I told you, but, like, all the, like, my mom's generation, like, all of her female cousins and whatever, they all got pregnant before the age of 20. And, Whoa. like, they all had kids before the age of, except for my mom. My mom was the only girl in that generation that didn't have a child before the age of 20. So they all had kids and they all married the men that they had kids with, but then they all got divorced except for my aunt, my mom's sister, my mom's still with her husband that she had kids with. The rest of them all got divorced from their fa- the ba- their baby fathers who they were kind of like pressured to marry. But it's like, that generation was different, right? Like you were kind of like pressured to marry. Even if you like got knocked up, it's like, okay, well you're marrying him. Like, oh, you have a kid together, you're going to get married. Like, you have to get married. So I feel like it's a different now where it's like we kind of see that and, like, obviously we saw, like, the way it turned out. Like, we see divorce rates. A a lot of parents have gotten divorced. A lot of, I have friends, so many of their parents have gotten divorced. And I know I have cousins and their parents are long together. They don't speak to their father or whatever the case is. And it's like I feel like now we're a lot more slower to make that decision because we see what making that fast decision can end up in. It can end up in hell down the line. You know what I mean? So I don't blame millennials, you know, 
there's so many articles about millennials are not getting married, millennials are not having kids. Because we saw the damage that the baby boomers did. We yeah. saw what the hell the baby boomers are going through. And Why life, the hell we want to do that? And there's life some, is expensive. Yeah. Well, there's, there's some women who forget, like, the more you pressure a man, like, to propose, the more he's going to resist to it. Right. It becomes, like, now it's becoming a chore for me just to even, like, consider it. Right. Because there's so much pressure already. Yeah. No, 100%. That's true, too. Yeah. What did you say, sorry? She said next generation trauma. Yeah, you're yeah. creating problems for the next and generation I, to come, which is, you know, we're seeing that in real time, aren't I know. we? So and saying the millennials. Was saying, my aunt was like, yeah, like, you know, she had her son at 19. She's like, I married his father. It didn't work out. You know, the relationship was this, this, and that. We were broke. We used to do a whole bunch of legal stuff. Like, it's just, it is just like, I wasn't the best parent. Like, I was a kid who had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like, yo, learn from And I told him, I'm like, bro, you guys are not getting a baby out of me before 30. I'm like, you a guys can of- ask. You guys can pry. You guys can, who are you dating? Who's this and that? When are you going to bring a man home? You can ask. I am not, you, there's no marriage or kid talk before I turn 30. So for the next three years, left me. A lot of kids are having kids. Oh, yeah. Damn. A lot of, a lot of yeah. kids are having kids. Not to air out too much, but I have a friend who has five kids Damn. now, and she's my age. But she's, she had her first I'm kid sorry. very young when we were Came out her voice. <laughs> when we were like, but she has five kids. But like, she genuinely just wants to have kids though. Like that's her thing. She loves being a mom. She came from a big family, so she obviously wants to have kids. And it's with the same baby father. They've been together. They're married. But it's like, yeah, she's starting. But she has five kids at twenty-seven. Is she surviving? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is like, like, fin- like financially. I, guess. I mean, I don't know her personal life like that. But yeah, she has right, a right. lot of kids, and she raises her kids. Right. Their kids are beautiful. They're taken care of. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. Yo, some people, just, babies have babies. Five kids and they at hold this it down. Age? Oh, yeah, she's wild. I, I, I told her, I'm like, yo, you might be my surrogate one day. Because I know you're fertile. I know you can carry healthy babies. Like, yo, one day I might just put my embryo in you with my man and say, yo, push this out for me real quick. Because you can do it. You're, you're, you're Pillsbury dope boy them babies like it's nothing. Baking them croissants in there. Yo, Pushing if, them out all healthy and shit. She's blessed. If one of your homegirls... Every photo dump is a new baby's hand. That is how she... That is how my homegirl operates. She drops a photo dump once a year and it's a new freaking baby. Why are you angry? No, I'm not angry. I'm like, it's hilarious because I'm like, yo. And every... I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, you're breed again? Like, she I'm goes ghost. Yo, don't keep going on your friend if you don't want it to be a clip. No, she's my dog. And she'll laugh. She'll, okay. she'll, no, make it a clip. It's fine. But I'm telling you. She has babies, and she goes ghost on Instagram, and she'll be like, photo dump, and you slide to pictures, and you're like, yo, is that, is that a hospital bed and a newborn? And you're like, yo, you have a new one? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, sis. You got a new one. Yo, her comments, yo, her comments are like, again? Another one. No, her comments another are one. like, another one? You breed again? Again? Girl, like, her comments are always crazy, because like, yo. Surprise babies are the funniest. I went to one of my <laughs> my homies. My, I went to my my like one of my best friends. I went to his house, and his sister had a baby. I knew that she had a baby. I was around when she was pregnant. She had a baby, right? I feel like this might have been during COVID. I went over to his house, and I saw her holding a baby. Right? I'm like, oh, you know, that's little whatever, little Timmy, whatever his name is, right? And then I saw like. A toddler run by, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, who's that?" Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "That's Timmy." I'm like, "If that's Timmy, who is that? who's that?" <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I had another baby." I was like, "When?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "A few months." I'm like, "Yo, what? Where the hell have I been?" I feel like maybe during COVID you could get that off because everyone was inside, like 
You could like pop a baby yeah, out during yeah. COVID and no, no one, one knew. Know, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was a crazy time. But what, was, what I was going to say before is if one of your homegirls asked you to be her sperm donor, oh, do wow. you think you would be okay with being a sperm donor? Like, do you think you could do that or you want to like be with the girl that you have a kid with? I personally. This is like one of your fly homegirls. Like, you know, she'd be a great mom. She, her life hasn't been in that position where she's found someone. You were at that age where you hadn't really found someone at that. Would that be something like, like you would be open to? But wait, I don't know if I'd there's be open. Sperm donor, and then there's having a baby as friends. Is he going to be involved in this baby's life, or just strictly just give me the nut? That's a good question. That's yeah, because that sounds yeah. like because you're making it seem like we like they're co-parenting as friends. Sperm donating is you gently yeah. in a cup and okay. Beat it. No, I mean like co co-parenting <laughs> she's as my friend, friends. I'm gonna see oh. her like again. Yeah, no, oh, I mean co-parent co- as co-parenting friends? as friends. No, no, no. no that's no. no. I couldn't. do I that. mean, I can imagine in like a very perfect, unrealistic, theoretical world it could work, but I'm saying it's very unrealistic, theoretical. Which world. part? The co-parenting is friends. But how? Because, like, how, like eventually we're going to want romantic partners outside of us, right? Yeah. And are we having sex to have this baby? That's the other, that's the other <laughs> thing. Are you doing... Or are we, like... Are you doing, like, an artificial insemination? Or are you... Because you don't have to. Like, you could right. be artificially inseminated. You don't have to smash your friend. So it's like, are you no? If you're smashing and doing all that, no, you're you're the dad. Like that's <laughs> you can't you can't smash to artificially inseminate her and then just take off. And especially if she's your friend, you're gonna see her again. Like you're gonna yeah. see this you. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I I do. I feel like the only way that could <laughs> work and dad. you stay friends is it would have to be an artificial insemination. You couldn't have that's sex to insanity. have the baby. Yeah, you no, can't no, smash no. and then expect yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. The one time you smash baby. is to have the baby and you never smash and you don't it. see that kid again. <laughs> no, you yeah. see the kid. Like, you're in the kid's no, life. No, I don't want to see it. I don't ever want to see it. You never hook up again. <laughs> <laughs> or no, would you just no, go the artificial no, insemination crazy. route? No. I personally couldn't, I like, 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 I couldn't be your sperm donor knowing that's my friend and then, like, see the kid knowing no, that's yeah. mine. No, but you'd be in the kid's, like, you're be, you're the kid's dad. You guys just aren't together. You're co-parenting. Yeah, I don't know. But the original Didn't question, Kalani it, do that? That's what Kalani did, no? When, no, she no, was they with were together. No, they were together. They were together. Her, and then they became friends. And her man co-parents. was, like, they were partners and yeah, then they, they were broke partners. up, but they yeah. still oh. co-parent together healthily. Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a little different story. I don't know if I could just co-parent with, like, my own boy. Like that, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't heard, know. The only way that occur is if it's like a, a a surprise and like you're going through with it, you know. I don't think that would be a surprise. It's like if you at, like if it's like if you're if she was your homegirl and then you guys just smashed one off and then it was like oh shit, like it no. happened. This I time. wasn't talking about that. I'm talking about like she came Planning to it. you with a no. proposal. No, that no. artificial insemination. <laughs> we are the parents of this child. No, sir. Come on, no, that's crazy. We can't do that. I'm sure it's happened, but. Also, that is kind of crazy. Um, not to segue, but we sorry we posted on our page if people wanted to DM us and call us. Oh boy, we did have someone, or we had a few people reach out, but we had oh, someone, someone like really like yo called me up. He is very well known. I don't. I'm, I'm asking if he's free right now for me to call him, but I'm gonna. I have no idea. We can set up the Bluetooth though. So oh, how up. do you set up the Bluetooth? I was gonna put the thing to the thing. Like, is that, what does that even mean? I was just going to put the phone to let the me, mic. Let me, for my sanity. Like. Yeah. Now go into your Bluetooth okay. setting. Now see if Roadcaster pops up. Let's Where see. you would choose the device. 
Are you going to hear so, it? Am I able to hear it? We probably should. If it connects, this. yeah. Yeah, if it connects, you hear it. I'm connected to this, whatever this is. Is it Roadcaster? No, it's like a whole bunch of letters. <laughs> it should <laughs> say it's just some hacker site. It no, should say it Roadcaster. Says Roadcaster. But it says I'm connected to that. That's scary. Un- Why am I connected to that? <laughs> what? I don't know. Scroll connected to the dark me. web. Just put it on speaker, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Should I yeah, just put at this it on point speaker? We're, yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're going too much. Just put it on okay. speaker. I'll edit Hold it on. in, man. Like, But that is weird that um, I'm connected to that. <laughs> I want to know who I'm connected to because that's a little scary. They have all your Because now do they have my info? Turn your Bluetooth off. I did. They okay, then you're all good. Your okay, so am I going to call him now? If you want to. Okay, let's see. Yeah, call him. I wonder what he's going to want to say, though. Hold on. Someone we all know? Uh, People will be familiar with him. Do I got to edit his voice? Do you have to edit his voice? I don't Is think so. Is it that serious? Zoe is now calling unnamed person. Oh, wait. Maybe I should FaceTime audio because they're not in Canada. How do okay. I do that? Sorry. Okay, that Sorry. Talk about something else while I figure this out, please. Yo. Am I the only one <laughs> where I won't stop at a gas station if I can't tap at the pump? I mean, no. I no. hate that going into the gas station to pay. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Right? It's, and it feels like such an inconvenience. You know what? Sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. And what I hate is like when I go into the gas station and someone's buying lottery tickets in front of me. Oh, Like I want to punch gosh. them in the back of the head. And they're there and they just keep buying them and buying them oh and buying them. Oh, my God. There no. should be a separate part of the gas station where you handle lottery stuff only. I'm just trying to get in, get out. Like I'm, I'm just trying to buy a drink, get paid. My, I don't want to look at your three neck rolls exactly. as I'm no, waiting for you to finish up. I'm not a car man. <laughs> no. Like I'd be taking like the go train and stuff. It is the worst when you are rushing for a train and you want to stop for like a Red Bull or maybe a patty or something like that. And dudes in front of you trying to hit the lottery with eight different tickets, bro. Oh and you've, your train's about to leave in five minutes. It's happened to me. Like, I'm sorry. Pe- you people who, who okay, stand for Hold on, hold on, wait, sorry. You're and awful people. That's it. Yeah. Okay, we were about to get in the go the go train too. I could talk about that. Sorry, <laughs> fair inspectors. <laughs> Yo, the fares on the. Oh my god. Hello. Yo. Yo, what's good with you? You're just so you know that you are live on the Relentless Diaries podcast, but you got to no introduce yourself because I didn't tell anyone who's calling, and say oh, where shit. you're from and why everyone should know you. <laughs> oh, I think I know who this All right, is. All right, man, it's your boy Cinco. Yes, you know sir. Everybody, everybody know me from Love Island. Season three, the Challenge USA. Um, much love to y'all. I'm a big fan of the diaries, man. I'll be keeping up. Uh, Claude, Tresor, Zoe, appreciate y'all having me. Oh. Um, but yeah, yeah, shout out to Canada. Shout out to what y'all doing out there, man. Much love. Thank you. Shout appreciate out to Cinco. It. You were quick to be like, yo, sign me up. Call me up. And I was like, no, okay. I'm, a, I'm a fan, bro. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I'm a fan. I'll be doing y'all shit out there, man. So I had to come here and talk my shit to y'all real quick. Appreciate it. Do you have any mix up you want to talk about? Any tea? What's new? You you're in Hollywood, so like, give us oh, some man. give us some I, I, insider type info. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm originally from like down south and uh, east coast. You know what I mean? So being out west is my first time really out here. I'm still kind of getting used to it. You know what I mean? The vibes is is a lot different. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm originally, I grew up, like, around D.C. area, and so, like, D.C. is, like, my favorite city, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I love the vibes, the culture, all that stuff. L.A. got it out there, but it's just it's just different, you know what I mean? So, I've been out there for eight months, still getting used to it. It's a lot of weird shit, but still finding my people, and now that I'm starting to get to get to know people, you know what I mean, and connect with people. It's getting, it's getting better, so I fuck with it. I fuck with L.A. Yeah. 
Cinco, yeah. is is Love Island Yo. fake? <laughs> you said what, bro? Is Love Island fake? Is it fake? Yeah. Uh, it depends about what you mean. You gotta be saying like, are the people fake? The way we are we acting? Or like, what you what you mean? Like, like, do they tell you guys to do certain things? Um, no. Honestly, that's the thing. I actually appreciated it because I mean, for some people, they'll get on the first sure they'll instigate. I say that. So like, they want people to do things. They want to instigate conversations. They'll tell you to go talk to this person about this, talk to that person, but. All the things are set up to talk to people, but whatever you say and do is what you do. You know what I mean? So that's why I be telling people, like, I don't regret going on the show. Whatever you see of me on there is really me. It might not be the whole me because, you know, you know, they edit and all that other shit. But, um, but yeah, no, like, it's really me. So I'm like, that's one of the things I appreciate, but I get that question all the time. It's not fake. I'm an actor, but I'm not that good. So, uh, so yeah. What else y'all got? Oh, I mean, um, a lot of girls are going to know if you're single. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I know the answer to that question, but girls, listen, your whole, like, Instagram, your little fitness, thirst traps, all the above, I can never date a content creator. No offense, Cinco. The the She says this all the time. I said, and I will die on the hill. She says this all the time. Sometimes, Cinco... Be posting it's stuff and I'm like, watching though. what? I mean, you watching it and you liking it though, so like, yeah, because you're my dog. I'm gonna like it. Why? I'm not gonna hate no, on your no, content. I like Tresor's no, no, videos too. But we I'm have we have different me. content. I know there's other people that do things like me that you be liking. You be like, oh yeah, hold on, he uh, look good. You nah, know what I'm man, I can't get down. You're with acting the... like he did the worm on oh. camera or something. Nah, it's just violent. Yo, I feel like. The content, male content creators do worse things than the worm on camera. No, no, for sure not. Definitely not. What? Why? No, so like, let's, let's say this. What's the difference between what I do and these other fitness women that the first clip you see is just ass cheeks in, in the gym. They be doing all upper body. They talking about upper body lift and you just see ass cheeks in the first clip. What's wrong with that? Ain't nothing different. What do you mean? I just feel just, like. What's the difference? I don't know. I just I can't exactly. get into the content creator. Oh yeah, it's God. not it's not my bag. And then when I they want to when they want to do content together, it's like all right, hell no, hell yeah, no. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that I had a conversation with my girl about too. Like it's really, I mean I like to do it because you tap into other people's like, um, I'll say like their views and like their community. You know what I mean for social media. So like it's kind of like we showing each other off type of thing. Mm. It's a mutual agreement. I'm not doing it because. I just want to work out with this girl. You know what I mean? It's also like a connection thing. Like, I meet other people that are trainers. I don't know everything, so I like to learn things from the people. And uh, and so, yeah, I do that a lot. But we did have a conversation about that. I'm not out here doing no crazy shit with other girls. You know what I mean? So, right. so it's, it's a boundary thing for sure. Do you think Love Island has, was a big benefit, was it a bigger benefit to your life? Or was it, do you regret any part of doing it? Because Love <laughs> Island is a wild show. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty locked into Love Island. I haven't watched Love Island games yet, but I've been pretty Honestly, locked into some of it. But, like, do you think, like, yo, I should have never done this shit? Or actually, this was, like, one of the best experiences I've ever had? I mean, it's pros and cons to everything in life, right? So right. I do appreciate it because at the time I was starting my business. Uh, so that's the only reason why I was even... I never even really watched Love Island before. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was just like, yo, like, somebody hit me up. And it's like, yo, like, you want to try out for a show? I'm like, yo, if they ask me for my credit card, it's a scam. F them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
But um, so yeah, like before I was like, yo, this would be great marketing if I make it on TV. Like show off how I work out, show off my body, show off my business, boom. And so that's exactly what it did, man. Afterwards, I got off my business doing great, um, and stuff like that. So I did appreciate it in that aspect. Mm. But before that, I was a very low key to myself, mind my own business type of nigga. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so having to adjust from people like always want to know what the hell you doing. They got an opinion on this and that and that and this. Um. That part I could have did without, you know what I mean? But I'm a strong-minded person. I have, I was, born, I, was I, t- I say this all the time, I was born with a, I don't give a fuck gene. So, like, there's nothing that people can tell me that, like, I'm going to take seriously because I know who I am, which a lot of people on reality see really need because everybody got an opinion on what you do. They don't even know you for real. Right. Just from what they see on TV. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, I enjoyed the experience, really. And it gave me a lot of opportunities that I never thought I'd, I'd be able to get into. So I, I appreciate them for real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. And bro, would I do it again? I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll see about that. But, but yeah, talking to your mic. He can't hear me for that. Oh, that's true, bro. And the next time, the next time I, I'm next time I'm in LA, we actually have to link, bro. I hit yeah, you. Bro, I hit no, you. I'm gonna tell you, like, I, I apologize. Bro. Yeah, bro. You know how I hit this nigga up? I was like, yo, I'm in LA. He's like, yo, where, where are you staying? I'm like, I'm at blah 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 and blah blah blah. I ain't hear nothing. Again. <laughs> I ain't hear nothing. Yo, again after what that. type of ghost? That's no, nasty work, Cinco. At the moment, I was in the mo- I was in the like motion of moving. I moved from downtown to Culver City, and so I was in the motion of moving and stuff like that. I was like, yo, like maybe I could go out and do some things here and there, but I had a lot more going on than I thought. So I was like, mm. you know what? Yeah, I, that's my fault, bro. It's, it's lot, all good, bro. On. But next time we have to. Matter of fact, I actually want to come out there. I was going to say, are you going to come and do another Caravana mass situation? No, I, I do. I, um, I wanted to do that. I was, my girl's from Trinidad, so I actually wanted to go to Trinidad. So it's oh. between one of the two. Okay. But uh, we're going to see. I've been wanting to come to Toronto, but we'll see. We'll see how life goes. For yeah, well, if you ever come, you got to come in person on the show. Will be, yeah, man. Will be a y'all, good time. We got to come fly. for a full episode. Y'all got to do uh, Relentless Diaries in L.A., man. Come, come fuck with us. Oh, wow. I agree. I mean, that would be good. We could always I'm come over out there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L.A. trade got a lot of ties. <laughs> I'm over there. Y'all, you know, y'all, do, y'all do a lot of travel in general. I know you so you be out. <laughs> well, I don't know if you be out for real, but I know I see Tresor and... Uh, and Chloe be outside. I'm like, you call me Chloe? Like Not quite. <laughs> Chloe? They got to bring me up. We got to do a pod trip. Chloe, Chloe, Zoe, what? Cla- Claude and Zoe. I put y'all together. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying, yeah, if y'all, y'all did a little travel relentless diary, that'd be dope for a vlog it. You know what I'm saying? Podcast it. That'd be, that'd be hard. Seize the vision. Okay. The man sees the vision. Maybe we can do it. Maybe a little 2024 trip. We'll talk saying. about it. But I appreciate yeah, I'm, you. I'm Sorry, go ahead. No, I'll just say I might be y'all inspired me to to, to get on my podcast shit too. So we gonna see. We can do a little collab. We should do it. There we go. Sure, we'll collab it. But yeah, we appreciate you for being open to calling in. Uh yeah, yes. Man, I definitely wanna say what's up. RC, thank you for y'all. Y'all keep doing y'all thing for real. And uh I'm gonna stay tuned, but y'all y'all keep doing y'all thing for real. I love it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Man, stay out of trouble. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, the the last the last thing, but the, the uh, the dick swinging and booty holes is crazy. Bro. Okay, it's yeah, we're really gonna crazy. we're gonna end we're gonna end it right it's here. Thank fine. you so much, Cinco. <laughs> Appreciate it. Bye. Cinco, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was Cinco from Love Island. Anyone who doesn't know, what's crazy about the post is that 
clip is the, the clip com- that, that comment that you posted. So at the yeah, at the, so people smokes. who didn't know, what Cinco said at the end of the conversation was we posted a clip from last week's episode where I asked about you know if men don't wear boxers when they play basketball, does their piece you know slap their their booty cheeks like go into their booty hole? And someone commented, okay, Bro. a man. So man I have have to say that throughout all of my social media life, (laughs) podcast comments have to be the, the, like the, I don't even know the word to describe. Like they're the most, I don't know the word. (laughs) Podcast comments are insane. Like what are y'all talking about? So last week I asked, you know, when men are not wearing boxers and they're, you know, playing basketball, or whatever, does their piece flap it? Okay, I said booty hole, but doesn't, obviously it's not going to go in their booty hole. But I mean, does it flap to the back? Like, does it hit your booty crease, cheeks, or whatever? It's, does it these, only hit the gooch? Like. Whatever. And these guys are like, oh, why are you asking that question? You're so dumb, blah, blah. A man commented and said, they quiet because their flap don't reach that far. <laughs> You know what really Ooh, upsets me hell? about it? No, keep going. He said more. Oh, he Did said he more. Oh, I didn't know he said more. Let me check. Let me Wait, go check. Actual... went and found the comment. I looked at the comment once. Okay. He found his profile. <laughs> he said they quiet because their flap don't reach that far. We commented back and said, yo, with laughing faces. He said, I'd have... I'd have been loud and proud. Her curiosity was so genuine. How could you not answer? So let me get this straight, big man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's break it down. Let's unpack here. Yo. You want us mm. to sit on camera Mm-mm. and talk about how far our piece slaps to our booty hole. This is what, what you want me to take my time and energy and these cameras' batteries to sit here and talk about. And because we don't want to talk about that, our pieces are small. Like that. That makes sense to you? Unhinged. And, and he called it a flap, too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was about you to refer say that. to it as a flap. What grown-ass man calls their piece a flap? Hey, man. And on not top too much of that, on my friend. That's <laughs> your friend? He's, he's, um, no, he's not. I mean, now he is. He's that's on my your side. friend? Now ain't he's your friend? friend. Ain't that your friend? <laughs> no, I don't actually know who that is. But Get your saying, man, so. And he's on, top, on my side. And he on said, top my of curiosity that, like, is valid. And a lot of side. women, a lot of women in the TikTok comment said, yo, like, no, she's asking the right questions. Like, does it really be slapping the booty? Why do you want women to know Women have a very that, poor like, understanding of male anatomy, man. A man commented that, too, and said, yeah. yo, women do not understand penises. Maybe I don't. I don't have one. We've and I'll never understand. But sure. I'm sure like, it must slap the booty cheeks in some and, way. And, and who? Because Cinco brought it up. And why uh, is this random man the, the penis patrol? Like, yeah. <laughs> you are a man. As a man, why are you talking about two other grown man's piece? Exactly. Hey, trying to comment. Not too much. Not and too much on our friend. size comparisons to people yeah, you don't why are you know? trying to size? Oh, God, me, I would have been loud and proud. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you're talking about bro? my piece. My piece. Slap my I would have talked about my You want to know about my piece? My piece slapped my like, booty cheeks hard. Go, go look work, bro. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. This is sick. That's Mine sick. sounds like That's a cup high five. The fact that we're acknowledging yes. this is sick on our sick. own. Yes, that is sick. That was very funny. I'm not going to lie. That was sick. Anyways, the last topic Anyways. that I wanted to... Are we good to wrap up after this? Yeah. Are we, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so last topic that we have. So there were two. There were TikToks that I saw, right? And there were two... So someone posted there were two Asian girls. 
right? So one oh, girl. I didn't see this. Oh. So one girl made a TikTok, and you know, like girls spill tea when they're doing their makeup. Mm-hmm. So the first girl said that you know she ghosted a friend, like completely cut her off, cold turkey, last year, and that's the first time she's ever done that because her friend did some weird shit. So the first flag was that her friend added her boyfriend to her close friends. Oof. Which okay, what do you mean? Is that's that crazy? Is that crazy? It depends. It depends on the context. Okay, so she said number one is her friend added her boyfriend before they were actually dating, but like they liked each other. Okay. Added them to their close friends. Were added, they friends though? I guess. I th- so when the girl the girl responded and explained it and said the night that they all met, they all met at a club, okay. and they were all hanging out. So okay. everyone that she met that night, she added to her close friends. Okay. That was her before argument. Before they were dating. Yes. So that's no. That's fine. That's so fine. that's so yeah. other girls already like her argument's not valid. No. Okay. Because it was before. If it was after and you didn't know him like that, then that's weird. yeah. The way you said that made it sound and a lot more. She heinous. said yeah. she was attention seeking, not thirst shopping, but attention seeking on her close friends. Isn't that what close friends are for? Yeah. <laughs> still, I'm not. I get where she's going, but I'm not fully sold yet. Continue. Okay. Then she said that this one is where it kind of got me because this is where I get a little. A little sensitive. She said that I think maybe her boyfriend, at, or maybe wasn't her boyfriend there, maybe the day at the time, she was cold. So I think she took his hoodie. She took, which is, and the girl said, It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's fine. My boyfriend's a gentleman. You know, he gives you a hoodie. It's cool. Okay. I'm still there. Yeah. Still. But she never gave it back. Okay. And she was just wearing it for weeks <laughs> on like social media, whatever. And she was just wearing his hoodie like all the time. Okay, that's weird. Homegirl's home argument was, I'm notorious for not giving people back their hoodies, which is like me. And it was a nice hoodie, so I kept it, and I don't care, I wore it. That I don't agree with. Eh, that is icky. It's there's a, it's there's a, a leg. It's a side eye, but I'm still not fully sold. Okay. Third point is that she bought her man a sandwich. And dropped it off to him in the morning before work. Just unprovoked? That's what she, so Wait, in the her girl ma- that's not his girl? Yes, made the girl him a sandwich that's, no, she went and bought him a sandwich. But was it unprovoked? Sa- no, so, so in the original video, she said the third reason was she bought my man a sandwich. And she dropped it off to him before work, like, so he could take it for lunch. Mm-hmm. Homegirl's response was he actually mounted her TV. So it was just like... Uh, so it was a thank you gift. So she went and got him a sandwich at a sandwich shop that he likes. There's context. There's and context. And she said yeah. that sh- they were together when he gave... She gave the sandwich. Like, she gave the sandwich to the girlfriend. Okay. And that was it. But my that changes thing is, the, That changes that. Yes a and lot, no. Yeah. Because as my friend, why do you even know my man likes on his sandwich? Okay. And it's exactly mm. what he You see likes. what I'm saying? It's a like, special sandwich. Like, it's everything that he wanted on the I sandwich. I don't know oh, that, but, no. but she's saying that she got him the sandwich that she like, that he likes. Do you agree with this? But did he know that he was getting the sandwich? <laughs> I don't know. She said she did it as a thank you. Yeah. The girlfriend was like, why, like you, why would you buy my man a sandwich? That and just... apparently she made comments to another friend saying that, like, she thinks that he's cute and, like, that's the type of guy that she would like. That's different. That's very different. That the other context. girl didn't mention that statement, but the first the girlfriend said that about her. That she that heard that. Adds context. Everything else, I could see where they're coming from, but I don't think it's that deep because are are they friends though? Who? The boyfriend 
and the other girl. I don't think they're friends. But I think really they maybe just like all, it, no? yeah, no, they're, I think they all met in a setting. Like, but then him and her hit it off and they started dating. But it's like, mm-hmm. I just met, oh, this is like a friend that I met you with. But like, we're not friends. That's your friend. And if they lived together at the time. If you're not friends, that's weird. But the last part with the sandwich, that one just sounds like an exchange of like, like I did this Pleasant for you trees, and thank yeah. you. Right, right. Like it's like someone bringing a, a pie to your house. Okay. If, if you're a friend, especially, and it's different. I think it would be different if there was no exchange. If she just brought food unprovoked that's different some people like it is a thank you if he mounted your tv i'm gonna bring a sandwich right. and you said that she was there it's not like he was alone or didn't you say he brought well, she gave the food to the girl that's what that's what the other girl claimed so yes. i feel like that's an attempt to try to be respectful mm. like it's not like you know i won't lie the hoodie one it's that a, one that one i don't like wait so i don't like that one he Went and mounted another girl's TV. They lived together. So it's like you mounting my roommate's TV. If you and I were dating... Oh, they all and I, lived together? No, no, no. Wait, the two girls are the roommates? The two girls were roommates. They lived together. That's what she said. They lived together. They were friends. Oh, more wait, and more wait. new information. <laughs> this they might were, change a little bit. They were friends who lived together. But so then... This sounds like two girls that just met at the same night at no, the club. No, no, this no. Is no. They are friends. They but are friends. But then also, this is one thing that I'm, I'm not jacking with this, though. I feel like... She kind of wants to be mad at this girl because in a lot of these things, even if they started, there's a way to stop them very easily. Okay. Okay, boom. She added your man to the close friends, right? Right. She's walling in the close friends. You don't like that? Tell her to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One. Fair. Right? Right. Communicate. Say, but say you you're uncomfortable. That, but is that a weird like value also think, as a woman? Do you think it's weird to like ha- tell your friend like yo take my man off your close friends? Is that a weird? Co- I think that's kind of a weird you could combo say you're to have. Uncomfortable. No, because like sometimes I'm like, oh hey, I see your friend. Like we're like we're both on that friend's close friend list. Right. So it's like if something like that they posted, they're like, oh hey, did you like happen to see this? And like yeah, and that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like how far my brain will go is like. Oh, I'm on their friends, close friends list because I guess I'm close to them. Right, right. Like I feel partner. like it's because also the boyfriend has he brought up to the girlfriend that homegirl is walling in the close friends. Because if that was me, I feel like I'd probably bring it to my girl. Like, yo, like I'm in homegirl's close friends, and she'd be kind of walling on yeah. there. Like, I don't you, know if it was brought as up as a risk close? management tool. You yes. would do that as your man that exactly. wants to keep your. Exactly, I would be like, yes. yo, yes. just so you That's know, like I'm in the close friends and I see her while I'm on there. That's yeah. one you could get yeah, that yeah, removed. Transparency, right? boom. Two, the hoodie thing. If they live together, tell her to give you the hoodie back. Why are you <laughs> watching her? Yeah, with yeah. the hoodie for weeks and you live together. It's different if she's. You barely see her. She lives on a different side of town. That's what I'm saying. I feel like she like wants to be mad at. She this wanted girl. a conflict almost. Just take it back. Just take it back. Yeah. <laughs> take it yeah. back. When she comes home, or even if say she didn't remember, when she sees it for the first time, when she comes home that day, be like, "Yo, give me the hoodie back." Boom. Yeah. Second one done right there. Third one. He, she also said, "Sorry that she randomly started loving her boyfriend's favorite brand." <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about like, that one. It's like I don't it's know like about if that you one. like Dior. I don't know. Say that your favorite no something maybe like say your favorite brand Polo? is like Adidas, some 
no, maybe something like I don't say a little more specified. I don't know. Like say your YSL favorite brand perfume. Like, no, say it's like gallery department. And I never Chrome like, Hearts. Okay, yeah. yeah, say your favorite brand is Chrome Hearts. And I never talk about Chrome Hearts. And me and Valor are friends. But all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, I love Chrome Hearts. Like, I want to wear Chrome Like, I'm buying all this Chrome Like, that's that, like. There's more than one thoughtful kind of thing going on yeah. now, too. Like, with the sandwich and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. That's what she's saying. So, I'm, I'm reading this on me. Yeah. But I, I feel like, yes, I understand that she might be dragging it a little bit. But there are small things where it's like, girl. Yeah. She's not completely flawed in her thinking. I right. would never say that she's insane. Yeah, I just so feel she like said that she got him a sandwich that he mentioned that he likes. So he people, said out, stop it. No, I'm just saying some people are attentive people. I'm not that. I w- if you mention your favorite sandwich, I would never remember. But I feel like some people would remember that information. Like her some, friends, But her like friends there's a reason you'd remember that, though. Her friends have done that for Christmas. That's not a huge Giving thing, Giving you though. a sandwich? Not a sandwich, but, like, like I mentioned the, uh, uh, a beard thing, like, oil that I mentioned, and she got it for me for Christmas. It Your friend? A- yeah. See, like, I don't think, like, I, co- I get there's, there is slight legs to stand on, but all, yeah. all of those things are very fixable. You could have killed it in the yeah, moment. Yeah, you could have killed you it. Yeah, you Her thinking's fine. Her execution is bad. Yeah. Like, you could have nipped mm, this in the butt. You exactly. could have, like, handled right. this. And, and then she said, why it made you And then she said she cut the girl off for whatever. Cold turkey, Did yeah. she... She cut her off cold turkey, which means she didn't explain no. to the girl why she cut her off. No. So there was no form of communication that you were upset with the actions that I was doing. From video, yes. And you said. just cut me off. We're adults, bro. I don't know how old they are. I don't know how oh, old they are. But, like, that's not, that's not right. Because imagine if genuinely, like, there was a world where the girl was genuinely just being nice and didn't even take in that the stuff that she was doing made the girl feel uncomfortable. Right. I feel like the legs that she has to stand on is if she told the girl, yo, I don't like when you do this or I didn't like these things. Right. And she continued to do it. There. But just cutting someone off cold turkey without even, like, voicing the discomfort, I don't like that part. I agree. Yeah, like that's how you communicate. If there's you an issue, talk about it. Yeah. Talk about you can't it. leave it and then be mad about the thing that you're refusing to talk about. This could have been avoided by one simple conversation. Yeah, literally. But I yeah. think her feelings are valid. They're like, valid. These are things, yeah. If I see my friend slash roommate walking around my boy's hoodie, like, take it off. What are you doing? What are you doing? Then you have doing? the convo. Confront her. Like, I, I would. I'm like, don't well, why are you? Don't go, like, is that my man's hoodie? Like, yeah. yeah, I know. I've, and the, that's what the other girl who responded comes like, yo, she's like, I've been asking you, calling you, trying to get in contact with you. You're not responding, but you want to go on TikTok and make this video, which I agree. That's whack. Yeah, no, that would be, yeah. I'd be that's cheap. very whack. Because if it was the other way around and my homeboy was like bringing stuff for my girl, I wouldn't like it, but I would tell him like, yo, like, like, yo what are you this doing? is weird. Yeah. And then see his response. And if your homeboy was wearing like your girl, Men don't even wear like stuff that girl like. Like men don't wear girls' hoodies. Like I'm trying to figure out. Like I don't know. Something that girl, something that a girl likes. Or like if he, uh, something that like maybe like your girlfriend let him like borrow something. I don't know. Or wear. I don't know. That's maybe men it's don't different. be you borrowing can't really things that. from What if what if uh, he borrowed? He was going out for a night on a date, and the, everyone was at the crib, and he's like, "Yo, can I borrow your your two Van Cleef bracelets?" And he just kept the Van Cleefs. That's different because now this is now it feels like you're flexing, like you're using my Van Cleef. Like a hoodie just feels like oh, like you could you could give your man back the hoodie. Like now it's like why are you keeping my like those are expensive as those are like six K bracelets. The hoodie could be expensive. Not a it six. could be a Dior hoodie or something. I mean, I guess, but it's like also like yeah, I feel just feel like no one should be wearing my man's hoodie except me. No. Consistently, yes, I agree. And I feel like that girl. But even like, why does another girl have your hoodie on? 
Cause she was but you know why? Like, yeah, but you were yeah. there in the moment where she got the hoodie. Remember, is, he is said he taking that? the hoodie off his back. Remember, or she, he's just throwing her a hoodie, like, oh, like I had this in the car, like you can wear has this. Has that been specified? No, but my thing—if my man takes the hoodie off his back and gives it to my—not nah, happening. No, that's not happening. I'm so sorry. See, the context happening. has to be matter. Like, how did she get the sweater in the first place? I agree. That wasn't that wasn't disclosed. Yeah. But I'm saying in Zoe's world. If we're like, oh, like if we're out and my friends call, I'm like, oh, my man has a hoodie in his car. You can wear it. Cool. Take it off and you give it back at the end of the night or whatever. Next time I see you. If my if my friend goes, oh, I'm cold. And my man goes, and get, oh, what no, the that's, hell? That's nasty. What the hell? It is. Sure. It is. What the nasty. hell? I, that's nasty. It is. Nasty. Well, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think in the what mind the of like a genuine good guy. What if he asked? What the, what the hell? If he was like, <laughs> but yo. But there shivering and everything. Everybody yeah, else is like, cool, yo, are you like, cold? My, the, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's and almost I worse. was like, yo, I, 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 but like, I feel like you, <laughs> what the hell? That all, hearing you say that out loud, it, yeah, that's all. No, but like, if the girl is visibly, like, if the girl's visibly shivering, I'm like, yo, are you like, do you want like my hoodie or something? And like, you're warm. You have your goose jacket on. You're fine. <laughs> Why do I have to be in the It's not like you're making the, the choice between the two. If you're blessed, I feel like you would understand me taking, if I'm, if that's my character that's different if i'm just like a genuine kind guy like i'm the type of guy that'll pull over to the side of the road to help a random person change their tire i don't think you would be that shocked that i gave your friend it's not a random girl remember it's not a random girl it's your friend who lives with you we have some sort of rapport so i probably in my mind i'm trying to put myself in that situation i probably wouldn't do that but <laughs> if i did in my mind i'd be like okay this is my girl's home girl there's no like, there's this gesture should no not problem. come with any sort of implications. Right. So it should be okay. But on the other side, I think some girls know the significance of taking a guy's sweater. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's and a, I agree there's like a, there's with that. Like a fine print. And yeah, I agree so with like that. If I give Val's friend a sweater that out of sincerity. She might not take that as like, oh, he's being generous. Like. If I take my homegirl's boyfriend's sweater, this is gonna look weird. And now I it's agree. like, oh my shit, my man gave her like my man gave or her man gave me his sweater. And, and I agree with that, but because of the fact that sometimes men are what's the word? We're oblivious to things. Yeah. At yeah. that point, yeah. you as my girlfriend, you need to handle this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some, I, yeah. I might be coming from a genuine place. You need to but sort this. If it's like a like a really good friend, then my like he would ask me like hey seems like your friend's really cold like do you mind asking her if she needs like this is what i would do something? this is how i would handle like oh yeah she's totally cold would you mind passing like could i could are you cold no okay then can you yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I assume then i feel like having the transition as you but if you just saw person, trey just start i just want to see you strip like not even <laughs> ask you just straight take off yeah. the hoodie i would give him like hey, the weirdest look yeah it's a side eye for sure yeah but i respect that asking like yo like yeah i assume like is it see but i assume that was implied i feel like at some point during the exchange there's gonna be like a look to my girl for verification that's what i yeah there 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 definitely has to be some sort of verification even if it's just a look like if i take it off and i'm like if you're like I'll be like, but that was crazy. That was crazy. No, it crazy because I'm like, don't give her a second. Oh, it's okay. I'm not cold either. It's okay. No, it wouldn't be like that. But of course, you know, like in your relationship, like you can, like you could say things without saying it at a certain, like we would, we would have that exchange before I take it off. Right. Okay. Fair. I I thought that those TikToks were hilarious. That's crazy. And then 
And now you're arguing about it on TikTok instead of yeah. just calling me. See, yeah. that's corny to me. <laughs> yeah, why, no, are you, I agree. why are you telling people your business and then asking for people's approval on that? Yeah, the close friends thing, I don't know. I mean, I have my friends, some of my friends' boyfriends are like being on close friends. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't wild out on my close friends. Like, I don't be posting like nudes or anything on there. Like, I have you guys on there. Like, it's not as serious. But like, I feel like if I had a friend who was like twerking on her close friends, wilding on her close friends, I'd be like, yo, don't put my man on there. Don't be stupid. Yeah, just tell her to take him off. Yeah. I feel like these are all the things that, like, just on the surface, yeah, seem crazy. But with the context and yeah. everything, it's like, oh. Like, if my close friends just, like, inappropriate jokes that I really, because like, people from work yeah. follow me or whatever. Just, like, yeah. maybe I'm out partying or something. Exactly. I can't really post it. But, like, yeah. But that's how I, f- I feel like she wanted it to look like that, though. Like, she mm. wanted to make it seem as crazy as possible, right. leaving out certain contexts. And that's why the other girl was like, whoa. Fair. What I find strange is that, like, she never mentioned the boyfriend doing any faults at all. No. Like nothing. No. I was like, we don't know what his reaction was to anything. And how much you want to bet? We need a TikTok from the boyfriend. Facts. Yeah. And yeah. how much you want to bet? <laughs> I'm assuming, how much you want to bet at some point during this whole thing, she like was kind of salty at him. Maybe. And it's like, why are you mad at me? I didn't even do it. It's anything. almost like he didn't react a certain way that she wanted, and this is why she's doing this bullshit. Yeah. Oh, man. Very fair. That was an interesting Tough. breakdown. So I was like, that one is very interesting, this little... I need to watch these videos. I see yeah, them going viral and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've gone pretty viral. I'm, they made it to Twitter, so you know they've gone viral if they yeah. make it to Twitter. Tough, man. But yeah. Well, that was a pretty jam-packed episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get through... Li- we never get through the list. We're we did therapy. We did crazy, <laughs> heavy pop culture news. Yeah. We're going to have to slowly make it down to our more evergreen topics later in the year. You'll have to travel sooner or later, so... Oh, I do. Yeah. In December, so yeah, yeah, yeah. in a few weeks I have oh to travel, God, so we'll just okay. All right, guys. Well, we can wrap this up. Thank you for episode thirty-six. Thank you, Cinco, for Rashid calling. Wallace. Shout out for y'all. Shout out Acast and Amazon Music, and we'll see you guys next week. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 